Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, look, it's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big Husky Kids. By the way, yes. while, while you're working out an impression, Timmy, I want your opinion of this. I've been working on a Pat Summerall, and I want your thoughts. All right. First down, Cowboys, 27-yard line. Jay Novacek in motion. How are we doing so far? Is that okay? Murder, she wrote. That's and really I wish worst. you would murder me right now. <laughs> Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. Or what? Cracks and gaps. Re-rocket. Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Tuesday to you. Welcome in. No common man today, but Timmy Hall is with us. Hello, Timmy. How are you? Oh, my office snack lover. I'm good. (laughs) How are you doing, Bone? I'm good. We went up, Timmy and I, to the office uh, cafeteria slash mini convenience mart upstairs and purchased some snacks for ourselves before the game. Or before the game. Before the show. So we're ready to go. This is our game. I mean, we're good. We got our snacks. We got our drinks. We're ready to go. I've got my Snyder's of Hanover, my Pieces, hot buffalo wing flavor. Oh, they're so good. I usually, if it was a perfect world, I'd have a red Solo cup. I like to dump my Snyder's Pieces into a cup so I can so don't drink get the residue. Them. Yeah, so I don't get the residue on my fingertips mm. when I'm at home. And I also put my Cherry Coke in the freezer for segment one to get the coldest Coke possible. And then my next trick is is forgetting about it, and then it explodes <laughs> after four hours passes. So you, have a, you have a frozen Coke sitting there right now, possibly exploding yeah. as we speak. <laughs> could, I hope could, I hope it happens. Be. Uh, lots to get to today. Timmy Hall does do all those brand drops, by the way, in real life. That's not just for the radio. He will do that in personal conversations as well about Snyder's of Hanover. He will make sure to let you know exactly the brand. Uh, but we've got plenty to get to today. We will go inside the NFL coming up at 348. Rapid fire. Rapid Fire coming up at 434. And a game show today, Timmy. Usually I'm in charge of the game show, but now I'm over in the mic chair, so now you I would be, be in charge, charge of it. But yesterday in the but office, not. Jen Winters came in and said, I would like to do the game show because she's here. So she just decided to horn her way into the show at 534. So she's going to be on with us to do game show. Do we know what the game show is? Yes, it's an old nemesis of mine. Oh. We filled in, you were both out one show. Yeah. So this was me and Jen on a Tuesday. And she hit me with a game show that I was sure that I could do okay at. Even though I didn't know any Taylor Swift songs. I thought I knew the name of a song, but I said blank check. That's an old Disney Disney movie. <laughs> the song is blank space. Blank check. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a pretty, it's a pretty popular song. So she hit me with either Taylor Swift song or fragrance at Bath and Body Works. Oh, okay. And it frustrated the hell out of me. It was hilarious. We got a lot of good feedback about that game show. I got a hundred tweets about that. Okay. So, right. this, so we're doing this that will today. Be fun. That's happening. Part. Duh. I've never done it. So today. I'm gonna I can't wait to try it. This should be good. 
Uh, so plenty to get to today. Of course, we will start off with the Jackets getting obliterated by the Red Wings, four to nothing at Nationwide. Just no heart after the first period. Really, I don't know what happened with this team after that first period. But I was at the game on Thursday for opening night. Thanks to Rimmer for getting me a couple tickets. I appreciated that. We went had a good time. Other than the game itself, but that game against the Flyers. As I'm watching at home, Timmy, I don't know how it felt because you were at this game last night. That's right. It felt like what I was watching in the stands on Thursday night was what I was seeing in that second and third period from this Jackets team. Just getting outworked to every puck, really not skating, not moving the feet, just picking up cheap little fouls, ticky-tack little issues left and right. And I, I I don't understand how they just go from being kind of red hot on Saturday night to then this a couple days later. Yeah, they were they were taking a lot of penalties in this game and it just was the thing that really got me was that start of the second period and then the entire second period well, where yeah, right. it turned into the difference of the game where Detroit you know, they got out of their 3 nothing. I didn't hate how the Jackets played in the first, but you know, you you can you can look at the shots on goal, right? Like you could take a look at that and that can tell some story of the game, but not all shots on goal are created equal. Detroit was getting a lot better looks. They were getting more scoring opportunities than the CBJ were. You know, Detroit was actually you know making Spencer Martin work, and then he's he's not good. Like, there's a reason he no. was picked up off waivers, and th- there's a problem in net there if they're not going to have Elvis Merzlikens. And I think they're already bringing a guy up. I think Jet Greaves is already coming up, so we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. But you said it, Bone. It was being in there. It's already here's the thing. When you are going to have these big-time, famous, Pittsburgh Penguin-type, Detroit Red Wing-type hockey clubs, Chicago Blackhawks, whoever, regional, big-time franchises, they're going to come into your building. They're already going to bring an obscene amount of fans, right? Guys are coming down here from Detroit. I'm in a nice section. I'm in the lower bowl. I think I have pretty good seats. And, you know, my dad's apologizing for this hockey team three times throughout the night. And I'm saying, Dad, you, it's okay. You don't got to apologize for the Jackets. It's on them to produce. But to, to get outworked like that, when the building is already tipping to the other side, all the let's go Red Wings chants that were there, and there just was no reason for any of us as Jackets fans to step in and try to correct them. Because, yeah, what do, you, what do you have to say? Because the brand of hockey that they gave us last night you didn't even want to get anything started with a Detroit fan. What are you no. going to say? What are you going to do? There was nothing there. It was listless. There was no life. There wasn't anything good to really speak of all night, except there was a, a few good minutes of play in that first period form. Yeah. Well, one thing that suffered last night and has been an issue, it's a small sample size, three games in, but you know what? It's time to... Go ahead and fire up the old thing we like to fire up every single season about this time. Oh, no. Once we start getting a little frustrated, we bring out our time to look at the Jackets power play. Jackets power play watch. So on the season, the Jackets have nine power play attempts so far this year. Uh, They have scored, to their credit, one goal off the power play. That gives them a robust 11.11% on the power play. Mm. Good for, I believe, 23rd in the NHL. Okay. Jackets power play watch. That seems pretty good. 
Sorry, didn't mean to talk over the, I mean, the pew pew. That seems pretty good for what the CBJ are usually <laughs> usually at with their power play if over you, the last several years. If you've forgotten how pathetic the Jackets are on the power play, let me just refresh your memory with some statistics because I actually did look this up for far too long today and I'll now take 12 seconds to read all this stuff that I looked up for like an hour, but here we go. Jackets last year, 26 on the power play, 18.3%. Year before that, 24th. Uh, that was with a... 19% power play, 27th the year before that, 15.4%, 27th in 2019, 2020 with a 16.4%. You have to go back to 2016 before they are even top half of the league in the top half of the league in 2016, 2017. They were at 19%, 12th in the league. There's only been one time in the Jackets' tenure under Yarmo, oh. where they were top 10 in the league in the power play. One time. One time. One time. Yarmo and JD have been here. Well, Yarmo's been here for 10 years. JD was here, left, came back. Uh, that was in 2014, 2015. So right after Yarmo got here, basically, they were 21.7%. Uh, only time in 10 years they've been above that top 10 line. So, oh, man. Pathetic, man. No, and it just... It pathetic. Was same thing last night, right? Just... Detroit was so much better in every single way. They were just crisp, you know? They were faster getting to the puck. They were passing the puck much better than than the Jackets were. They just had them on on every opportunity. And when they were on power plays, you saw what happened. They scored twice. They had two power play goals. It looked simple. They were they were skating into the zone. They weren't just dumping it and chasing after it. They had a they plan. Into their You're sets. saying they had a yeah. plan on offense they, when they actually got in there? What they, a shock. They had something planned. They it, it looked so much better. And, you know, I, I was focusing on on Fantilli a little bit more last night. Sure. And again, like I'm not gonna dump on that guy. That's not the object because he's three games into his NHL career. It's just something that you do. When you're a fan, you're coming out to see one of these hot prospects that they're going to tout. Kent Johnson's back in the lineup. You want to watch him. We know we've got all these tinkering with with the lines, and I know there's a lot of thoughts there. You've got him. Oh. I've got him. But as far as Fantilli goes, you just you want to see like what this kid's nature is about. It's early in his career. Does he have that eye of the tiger? Does he have that look in him? And I'm telling you right now, early on, he doesn't. He doesn't. And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to rip him for it because it's three games in, but it's something well, that you're going to watch when you're going out to the arena. What is Adam Fantilli like? What is he doing? How dominant is he down there? And there was a couple times when I thought it was their better power play. They actually got it into the zone for at least 30, 40 seconds and generated a couple of shots. None of them were very good. But earlier in that power play, Fantilli, you know, lost a puck at the wall, and then he turned one over where he's just cycling the puck back to the blue line. Well, and he misses you, the pass wide by three feet, and it could have been a shorthanded goal the other way. I, I agree with you on the sense that Adam Fantilli looks like he's not really in place yet. There doesn't look comfortable. I don't think he has does not have like the eye of the tiger thing. I think it's too early to to tell that for me. But here is what I will say, and Jody brought this up on the broadcast last night on Valley Sports, which he was spot on. You can go watch this, and you can see times where Fantilli's getting the puck in the defensive zone, picking it up, trying to get up ice, trying to get the team out, but he's playing on the left. He is playing on the wing. As Patrick Laine, we are experimenting with Patrick Laine. We are trying to get him, I don't know, awakened to like be a good player again trying to get him interested in the hockey that he's paid millions and millions of dollars to play. So because this seems to be the only thing that interests him is playing center, we're going along with this dumb experiment of him at center. And Jody brought up how here's an example of them trying to exit the zone. Fantilli looks up, 
sees Line A, looks like he's going to feed him, and then Line A just, for some reason, instead of staying in the middle of the ice, veers off to the right to go to the wing, which is where he normally would go, but he's playing center now. And suddenly then Fantilli, who's not used to playing on the left, he used to playing center, he's sitting there going, well, I got the wall here, and I got nobody in the middle of the ice. So he tries to make a play. It gets taken away from him. And then Red Wings come back with numbers. And yeah, imagine that. And that was the story of the night. There, there weren't very many rush opportunities for the Jackets. There were a lot for Detroit, and they capitalized on him. And yeah, that's that can happen when you try experimenting yeah. at the very beginning of a season, at the very beginning of a kid's career. Who's used to playing that's, center? That's what that's what and he's bothers me. Already got to adjust to the speed of the game and the skill at this level. You go from playing college hockey to now you get some camp. I know you got Traverse City under your belt and all that good stuff, but it's different when it's the regular season and the lights are bright and you're playing big famous franchises night in night out. It's the best players in the world, so you want to be comfortable. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's a thing that's kind of hindering him. Right I, well, now. I'll tell you, I've got a solution to at least because it's the season's not over. It's three games in. For those of you who think we're being, oh my gosh, what are you guys crapping on? It's three games. We're frustrated, okay? But there are solutions, and I'm not a hockey genius, but I'm going to lay out a couple of solutions that I see for the Jackets to kind of maybe make it so they don't look pathetic two out of three times they're on the ice. If that's the way this is going to go this year, those solutions are next. It's Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Traffic sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Good Tuesday to you. Your first traffic update is as such, and we are dealing with a couple of slowdowns, so it's not a big deal. 670 westbound between 71 to 3rd, a little slow out there, and then add several extra minutes over along westbound downtown split 70. It's bumper to bumper from the 71 east split as you make your way over to the 315 west split on this Tuesday. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's go sports bar. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Lena for 97.1, the fan. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The only thing scarier than Bones and allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Man and Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company right here on The Fan. Timmy Hall is filling in for Common Man today. He'll have Inside the NFL at 348. We will have Rapid Fire at 434. And a game show. Jen Winters is going to come in and do a game show at 534, so that'll be a lot of fun. Talking about the Jackets last night, losing 4 nothing to the Red Wings. And I hate this because I've already had like three or four people today when I've said, oh, yeah, I was watching the Jackets game last night. And they're like, oh, I'd, ugh, I don't even know, man. They're just so bad this year. And I'm like, wait, well, but th- th- they're not. They're not bad. They shouldn't be bad. Okay. Do not get in this mindset, Columbus, that the Jackets this year are in a rebuild. I, I kind of went back and forth. A couple people on Twitter, we were talking about this. Where it's like, well, this is like year three of what should have been a rebuild, right? And my frustration with that is you have Patrick Line and Johnny Goudreau sitting, arguably should be on your top line, right? But you have two legit scorers there. You just went out and spent like a billion dollars on defensemen 
this year. Now mm-hmm. you overpaid. Yeah, yeah. You overpaid Provorov and Severson. You went out and, and, and last spent year, some money. You spent money. It's wasted money, in my opinion, on Gabranson, but you spent money on defense last year, but, too. But hold on. For, forget about whether it's a rebuild or not. How could you... How could you expect them to be much better until they actually start having a great season? Improved you that they can do it. Oh, I, 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 I agree with that. I agree with that. I go off of what you were just left with. And what you were left with last year, that was a disaster of a season. There was a bit of excitement. Remember in the off season? I remember I remember being out on my travels. I was, you know, gallivanting around Scotland. We did the golf tournament out there. We went to the Open Championship. And things were happening for the Jackets in the offseason. I even remember having a, a chat with a couple of Canadian fellows, and they even kind of nodded in approval, and they were happy to see that the Jackets went out and paid a couple of big-time prospects, guys that actually wanted to be in Columbus. You could actually get Johnny Hockey down from Calgary and sign him to a long-term deal. You could re-sign Patrick Line. I was like, okay, all right, that doesn't... It's not the end-all, be-all, but that's amazing, right? Getting two skill players that want to be here, but... Where is all the skill? You know, well, where, that's, where are the points? Where buddy, are the goals? Where are the assists? Where is all the skill? Why are all these other clubs, why can their skill position players pour in buckets of points, but ours can't? I mean, I know staying healthy is one thing. You can talk about that with line A, but you just, it, it's Pascal Vincent's job now to put these guys in a position to succeed and push the right buttons. Maybe like you're talking back in the first segment, like we are. Start with having guys feel comfortable and in their natural positions and see if that works first. Right. This is where I'm getting frustrated. If if we're going to have the discussion that this team is in a rebuild, cool. Why are you healthy scratching Ken Johnson to start the season? Why are you not playing him at center when you are playing him? Why are you not playing Adam Fantilli at center when you're playing? Again, I know it's fluid and there's so much more complexity to hockey and you don't understand, Bone. They're like moving around out there. It's functionally like having three centers when you got Texier and Line A and then Fantilli all together. They're all playing like centers, but they're just playing different spots. That's fine. You're not good on faceoffs. That's in part because you have a rookie, right? Fantilli taking some faceoffs and you have a guy in Line A who's not a real center and I don't know why the NHL is the place where you suddenly, after having a decent career of being able to score and being able to pour in points, suddenly now's the time to try this out. I didn't think that the people who are paying for opening night tickets and for Saturday night tickets and for last night's game, I don't think they came to watch an experiment. They came to watch a product. They came to watch you put out the best product you can. If we're going to develop talent, right, wouldn't you put the centers that you're wanting to develop at center and let them learn that if I, we're if we're having growing pains because Fantilli is learning how to play center, cool. That's part of it. I get it. If we're doing that because Ken Johnson is playing big minutes at center, completely agree. totally get it. Yeah, it's like when you play a young quarterback, right? And you don't have a sufficient veteran quarterback. You're willing. It's like what the Houston Texans were going to be committed to doing, whether C.J. Stroud was struggling or whether C.J. Stroud is off to having this rip-roaring start that he is. And that's awesome to see one of our Buckeyes doing well like that. But you don't have another option. So use the guy that you spent a number one overall or number two overall draft pick on and let him go. Let him learn by fire. And you always hear this when we talk about that. Well, you don't want to... You don't want to screw him up from the get-go. This is professional sports. These 
These young men are ready to make their money, live their lives. They made the team. Be in the limelight. They, if you didn't think they were ready, they're then doing don't this. let them make the team. They're doing this. <laughs> Adam Fantilli wants to be in the NHL for the next 18, 20 years. Exactly That's right. what he's here to do. That's what Kent Johnson is here to do. They are here to play. They're here to play their position. They want to be in the spotlight. They're not. You, you don't have to be worried about damaging their confidence if it doesn't go well. Because... I don't think this is going to go well. No, man. I, dude. <laughs> Signs are, that was a Detroit team that's supposed to take a little step this year, but that's not supposed to be some dominant NHL franchise. Ever since Babcock was there, they haven't been none too good. And no. they just came in and walked all over you. Now, and I'm they, there just watching these Red Wings fans have such a good time last night, and our time sucked. To be to be clear, the Red Wings did go out this offseason. They added to Brinkett. They got that goalie that played last night was making his debut for the team, but that's one of their additions that yes. they brought in. Like, yes. They actually they did brought go in out. some pieces. Yeah. yeah. You know who else went out and brought in, tried to bring in some pieces? The Jackets did. What? The Jackets. What everybody does that. I'm just saying. I mean, maybe the Jackets, you could argue, well, if the Jackets were really going for it this year, they could have gone out and got a goalie. They should. They need to. Obviously, Elvis wasn't playing because of illness he'll be back in the lineup i would presume on friday i saw that they sent jack greaves back down to uh cleveland or up to cleveland so now he's back down there and spencer martin goes back to the reserve and now you've got you know elvis will be playing again but elvis barring a miracle turnaround is not your answer long term at, at goaltender and they know that so they have to find someone there but outside of that right i mean they went and added a ton of defense or tried to this year by overpaying for some guys i think either in terms of years or money Offensively, the way you, I think, fix this through the first three games is quite simple. I think you stop experimenting with Patrick Laine and you say, Patrick Laine, do you want to play in the NHL? Cool. You are really good at certain things, and those certain things tend to be you have a wicked shot. Use it. Don't be afraid to shoot, son. Shoot, shoot whatever you want. Puck. And guess what? We just, we're going to have either Boone Jenner feeding you those pucks or we're going to have a couple young guys in Fantilli and maybe Ken Johnson occasionally feeding you those pucks because those guys need to gain confidence that when they send a puck over, they're not sending it over to a jabron. They're sending it over to a guy who is paid like an elite scorer on the wing. I mean, when I play him like, and, oh, on the other side, who else you got over there? A guy named Johnny Hockey. So between the two lines, top six. Spring, I don't care if you want to move those around. You have Boone center in the top line one night, then he's right, down. Right, center. right. That's all good. Keep the centers, the centers. If you want to switch, Split you know, line A and left and right wing a little yeah. bit, whatever. But it's honestly like when you when you look at the top when you look at the top three lines right on a given night, it doesn't look like between a vet, you know, a great locker room guy like Boone Jenner. It doesn't look like the personnel is too bad on paper. You know no, what I'm saying? You've got a leadership guy at, at top center, notch draft right? picks, you know, guys that have, you know, scored, you know, 35 Boone, to 40 Boone just goals had a hat trick in on this Saturday. league. Yeah, Boone had a hat trick. He can Fuck. get close to the net and he can, you know, pound pucks in the net too. But when you look at, you've got Boone and Kent Johnson and Adam Fantilli could be three solid centers, hopefully sooner rather than later. Talking about Kent and Adam Fantilli, that is. In between, yes, Texier, and we've been talking about some of his skillful play that he's already shown in the first three games this season, what he can do with the puck yeah, when it's on connected sure. to the bottom of his stick. He's pretty good. And Marchenko, I want to see a lot more from Kirill Marchenko because I've seen this guy have hat tricks in his young career already. It's just, you hope that they get, they get competitive. It's, it, it was a, the air was out of the tires there. The, the fact that you beat the Rangers the way you did, but it's sandwiched around game one and game three. And I, I can't say it enough. Just, 
I have not. I've been to a lot of Jackets games. I've probably been to 35 or 40 Jackets games. I don't know. In my yeah. time here, I don't ever remember a building being that bad. No. And Jackets I, I fans have been good. You know, they've been good supporting a team that hasn't given them a lot to be proud of. And by the time that second period was midway through, the building was bad and it wasn't yeah. our fault. It no. wasn't coming back. This this fan base has already sat through the last couple years of disappointment and failure that were beyond what it was expected. Don't make them do it again. Actually let the guys who you brought in to be the talented future of this team go play and prove they can do it. Let Patrick Line be the winger that he should be. Let let Johnny Goudreau be Johnny Hockey. By the way, Johnny Hockey, I missed you last night. It was nice to see you there at the third yeah. period after the game was over. But hey, next time, maybe let's start a little hotter. Let's, let's get going. Thank you, Good Branson, for the fight. Thank yeah, that was the that. only thing. That was the only thing really? that actually. And, and good. by the way, two games too late, Good Branson. Do that against Philly when it actually when Wierenski got run. <laughs> yeah, that's when you yeah. should have done it. Next time, maybe we'll see. Uh, perennially bad team just made another dumb decision. Not the Jackets. We're switching. We'll talk about something else next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Traffic sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. We are still dealing with a couple slowdowns here and there, like 71 northbound between 670 over to 11th, and again, 71 northbound, but on the south side, Green Lawn over to 70. 670 westbound, little tight, 71 over to 3rd Street. Maybe you need to add more than a minute into your drive time. From 3 to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings happy hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head over to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last, dining only, and of course, get a drink responsibly. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Action. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Tuesday's going well. Timmy Hall is filling in for Common Man today. We'll go inside the NFL coming up 348. Rapid Fire, 434. Game oh, yeah. show in the 5 o'clock hour. Tons to get to. Uh, Timmy is talking about a franchise that is a, a perennial disaster. That is the Miami Marlins now, formerly the Florida Marlins. Were you aware of this? Because I was not. They did. You know, they made the playoffs this year. The wild card got swept by the Phils. It happens. It does. It's I don't okay. know. Do you know any other teams that have <laughs> swept in their first playoff run in a long time? No, to me? no, Bo. Being an Orioles fan. I, I don't know anything. Yeah. Well, I'm a fan of a lot of teams, though. I know. You as are. people like to tell me. Well, they're the best so ones going matter. for you right now. However, the Marlins, I did not realize that playoff appearance was the first for t- for the team in a full season since 2003. I was not aware of that. Oh, okay. Like the Marlins had Expl- won those World Series, you know, a couple different times. Right. And you're like, Two okay. different eras because they've, right. they've won a series. They've tanked the franchise. They've yeah. won a series. They've tanked the franchise again. And then they never came back. Really. And now they're taking <laughs> statues out of their, yes, of their outfield. Awful. Yeah. And there's a lot going on. Derek Jeter's in. Now he's out. Yeah. Well, a lot happening. They with ended up, Derek Jeter was one of the guys behind this who he, before he left, did something I think pretty good. Kim Eng 
is the GM, was the GM of this Marlins team. Was, yeah. She was in charge of this, now, I don't know if you call it a rebuild, but she was in charge of trying to fix this, as GMs are of Major League Baseball teams. So they did not, let's be, let's be very clear about what the Marlins were this year. They had a negative run differential that was one of the largest in the history of a postseason baseball team. So it's not like they were the best offense ever. But she did make some changes at the deadline. She made some trades that ended up bolstering the lineup a bit, got them better, got them to be good enough offensively to bolster their, with their good pitching that they got in and got the final wild card spot. Okay? So 15-game improvement from last year. You know, this is all good. And so how do the Marlins reward the woman who is obviously there's not a lot of women in front office positions in Major League Baseball at, at, at her level. She is the highest ranked person, woman, in any professional sport in America. First one. Like First I'm saying, yeah. but there's not an NBA GM who's a woman. There's not an NHL right, right. woman the who's four, GM. Right. The four major American sports, she the four is, major North American sports. She's the only one. The first female general manager. It's a it's an amazing thing. Yeah. Uh, so the Marlins rewarded this good season that she helped put together, building towards maybe something better next year by saying, hey, you know what we want to do? We want to get a director of baseball operations, and we want to put that person over you. And she said, well, I, I, don't, I don't like that. I don't think we need to do that. I'm currently in the baseball operations game. That's what I'm doing now as the GM. They said, yeah, 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 good job. We want to put someone above you. And so to her credit... She had an option for next year. They wanted to extend her or bring her back, and she said, no, thanks. If that's the way we're going to go, I'm not doing that. So now, because the Marlins are dumb and couldn't either elevate her to that level or maybe just decide, you know what, that's not really the... We don't need to do that. Look, she's th- this. She's earned it, right? Like, you just explained what this Marlins franchise has looked like. That, that's even shocking. What, what do you even make of their franchise? They've got two World Series. They're kind of new. And then... They don't make the playoffs at all. Like, that's it. They've won the two World Series. They won the two Never World Series. Never made a playoff appearance until this year, not counting the pandemic season, yeah. which is wild. And Kim Ang is in part responsible for helping this franchise get back to a position where they can more consistently show up in the postseason. And as far as being a baseball person, right, that's what you got to know about her. She's spent her entire professional life getting to this spot. She was working for the Chicago White Sox back in 1990, okay? Yeah. So, I mean, she spent nine years as an assistant GM with the Dodgers, three or four with the Yankees before that. She's not going to play a Yarmo to someone else's John Davidson. That's exactly right. She's not yep. going to do that right now, not with them, not with the Marlins. After Look what I did here. It's a slap in the face. I'd be on my way, too. I'd yeah. be packing up. I'd be leaving. Yeah. Does she have any interest in hockey? Just a just a question. <laughs> she, gonna, Kim, <laughs> what about the Jackets? She's though? had thirty years in baseball, but can we slide a couple I mean, the, spreadsheets? The Browns and, are taking people from outside right. their sport. They Paul did Podesta. Yeah. It's like come on over from baseball from from Moneyball, right? He was Moneyball the guy man. there with Billy Bean. Kim, yeah. let's go. And formerly with help. the Mets, my team. Yeah. So anyway, wish her the best on that. Also, I saw this, Timmy. People are getting mad about college football schedules. Colorado UCLA on October twenty eighth. Prime that, time. That game, yes, featuring Prime on as head coach, you know, going to play at the Rose Bowl, right? That's going to be at UCLA. That's a 7.30 kick. That's going to be on ABC. Washington, mm-hmm. who is obviously now a top five team, they look yep. awesome, yep. have the Heisman front runner, I guess you would say, and, and Michael Penix Jr. They're playing at Stanford also that evening at 7 p.m., and that game's going to be on FS1. All right. not a couldn't Could be a not-so-great game because Washington could... 
drill them by 40. I saw some college football media types going, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're putting the worst team, Colorado, which clearly is worse than Washington. They're not the same league. I mean, they are in the same you know conference, but I'm saying they're not the yes, same type of football team. they're not the same level. Agreed. They, they put that game on ABC and they put Washington on FS1 and people lost their minds over this saying you've relegated them to a they acted like FS1 was like Fubo TV or something that no or whatever you know it's like what's wrong with Fubo nothing nothing can I get it on my my TV <laughs> then what's wrong with it I'm just saying it works it's not like they yeah. relegated them to Peacock or anything it's they've put them on FS1 they're on a channel yes. and that channel can be streamed it can be picked up on whatever kind of TV you have whatever kind of device I'm with you I don't I don't know what's to get I so upset about. It's not a ton of people mad about this, and I didn't understand why. Well, you're not dogging Washington, all right? You're not dogging the Huskies. You're trying to find the most attractive game on both sides. And sorry, like some other people, I, I was reading that same article, and it had a compilation of tweets, and a lot of people are talking about it's it's really bad that you get to a point where ratings are going to drive what you do. When when has that ever not been the case in the history of radio and television? It's only ever been about ratings. Why would you ever put something on that isn't going to generate that? Is going to get eyeballs know. or or be watched or have discussion about it? It made no sense to me. I, I did not understand why people were freaking out about this. Also, if people don't know how this works, uh. Because I saw some people saying, yeah, Pac-12, this is why you're going away. And it's like, Pac-12 doesn't make this decision. <laughs> no. the TV, And most people don't know that. That's fine. TV networks decide which games they want. You know why? Because they pay a lot. They do. So they get to choose. And every week of the college football season, there's a draft, basically, of here are all the matchups, who wants what. And they have an order. And I believe Fox, they said, there were a couple reports, Fox had the order. They were the number one pick. And they ended up going. They didn't even pick the Washington game. They didn't game. go with the Washington game. They wanted they, the Utah game. Yes, they did. They said they wanted Utah and Oregon. And that game they're putting on at 330. That makes sense because that's Big Boy Fox. Oregon coming off the loss here. And yeah, they got to go on the road. I mean, they'll play Washington State, so they'll win that. And then they have to go on the road at a tough opponent at, at Utah. Yeah. And so then the Disney Corporation, ESPN, ABC, however you want to slice that, they had the next pick and they took primetime. Put him in primetime on hates, ABC. Who hates playing in primetime, if you saw right. that last week. That's right. Especially yeah, yeah. the Friday late night Oh, games. yeah. He was yeah. not happy about yeah. that. Well, you know what? Don't play your like best player who's just coming back from a liver injury, maybe 150 plays, and maybe you don't lose that game. Also, just a little Coach Prime advice there from me to you. Inside the NFL, coming up next. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall on The Fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. We picked up a new problem spot traffic sponsored by Staples Stores, U.S. 33, U.S. 36, Union County, heading eastbound after 4. ODOT on the scene dealing with an accident. And State Route 161 westbound, little tight already as your commute continues between New Albany as you make your way over to Hamilton. Ten bucks says your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. Now when you return an Amazon order at Staples, you receive a coupon for $10 off your next Staples purchase of $30 or more. Exclusions apply. Staples, your new favorite place for Amazon returns. I'm Lena for 97.1, the fan track. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. 
All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Tuesday's going well. Inside the NFL coming up in mere moments. Timmy Hall is filling in for Common Man. My guy. Yeah. Timmy was in here yesterday, and if you missed it, yesterday, I mean, we had a brilliant show. I talked all about my recent vacation to Nepal, where I scaled three of the tallest peaks in the world. Timmy discussed his love of phallic-shaped sculptures that he has all over his house. Ted told us about the time he spent in a Panamanian prison. Some of these stories may not be true. Either way, if you don't know, you don't know because you didn't listen yesterday. So you should download our podcast and you'll find out if any of that's true or if I made up a pack of rampant lies. Hard to say, but if you download the podcast, you'd know. And that's all brought to you by Care, Heating, and Cooling. The podcast, not the line. That's all brought to you by Panama Ted, who is a noted liar. 60% of that is true. 40% of the time. That's right. Just like Sex Panther. Mm-hmm. How's, uh, how's Common Man doing this week? Yeah, like the Sex Panther. Well, he's, he's not a Sex Panther. Friday, Friday's the day. We're going to find yes, out. Because Friday's yes. when he's going for a little snippy, snippy down snippy south. Snippy, sacky time. Yeah, that's right. So we're going to get an update, I hope, from him on Friday. We'll find out. Well, I, I admire his courage to take the plunge. Yeah. Just get it done for the sake of humanity. You should give me that. I've, already, done. I've done it many. I did it many years ago. I'm. I don't get any parades. Why are you giving him all the adoration, not me? I've already done it. I'm the trailblazer over here. Well, we talked. We talked about it when you did it. It's just been no, three years. Not enough. I think, <laughs> think really? should have been more. We I think did. I should have gotten more. We didn't. I probably dominated a week of discussion. I mean, if someone gets a vasectomy around here, that's, that's a right. big deal. We <laughs> want. Is. We want to know about it. We want to discuss. That's we right. want to talk about we it. Have that's very, what we do. Very boring lives. That's why it's exciting when and, something like that happens. And I'm sure when my vasectomy rolls around, <laughs> it, will be, it will be. It will be a big thing. I'm. I'm. Fixing on March Madness. There you go. I'm hoping to make a little college basketball second well, time. <laughs> well, I can't wait that's to find out. You let me know when it's scheduled, okay? And I'll plan my week around it. More, I can't wait. More than one kind of round ball rock. Oh, I see. Are you a little double dribble? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> there we go. Inside the NFL, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones Inside the NFL. Sponsored by Metal Supermarkets. Visit metalsupermarkets.com slash Columbus for all your metal needs. Take it away, Timmy. All right. Well, I guess I'll start with this one that I'm seeing at the top of ESPN.com. New story from less than an hour ago. Julio Jones. He's he's a Philadelphia Eagle. What do you think about that, T-Bone? Okay. Julio Jones right. is a Philadelphia Eagle. Nice. That's a real thing right now. One-year contract. He is 34 years old. I, I really I, I don't know what he was up to this season. He was with the Tennessee Titans. He hasn't really he hasn't played yet this year. He was with Tennessee in 2021, Tampa Bay in 2022. So, I mean, I guess all the hubbub was about DeAndre Hopkins and where he was going to go. He's with the Tennessee Titans. Julio Jones is just one of the greatest wide receivers ever to play this game. Has just been on the sideline. He's got 13,000 629 career yards, 903 uh, receptions, 63 touchdowns. The receptions and touchdowns man. actually seem kind of low for how good Julio Jones is. But the yardage, man, that's a that's a big fat number. This is crazy to me. He's on his fourth team in four years. So he went from Tampa Bay. He was in Tampa Bay last season. 
like you said, he was also with Tennessee. And then, obviously, prior to that, with the Falcons. And now is with the Eagles. Like, I had completely lost track of the fact that this guy has been on four teams in four years after having a ridiculous career. So Honestly, I'd lost track of Julio Jones. Absolutely. I had... I, I won't say well, I that, forgot that used about to be him, what but made far, him so good. As no far one can keep as, up with him. Yeah, for sure. But as far as a guy who could come back and actually give something to a football team, I will be very intrigued to see what he's able to provide I, the Philadelphia Eagles for the rest of this year. Because can't you imagine know, it's much, though, right? I, I wouldn't think so. But he was good friends with A.J. Brown, and uh, A.J. was pushing for, for Tennessee to trade for him back in 2021. Then A.J. Brown winds up going to the Philadelphia Eagles. But here we are, his uh, 13,629. That's not surprisingly the most of any active player in the NFL. Yeah. That's the most. Yeah. Let it rattle around in your heads who would be second most in uh, active cool. career receiving yardage. We'll come back to that. But Kevin Stefanski, the Cleveland Browns head coach, he says that Deshaun Watson is day to day, and we're going to know more as the week progresses. He's continuing his rehab, and uh, he said that on uh, the FM station up north. P.J. Walker, of course, he was in there against the San Francisco 49ers. Played good football, played good enough football to let a championship-level defense win the game. He was 18 of 34 for 192 yards and two picks. Honestly, it's a a bad game, but you weren't expecting P.J. Walker to be great in his first game ever as a Cleveland Brown. I don't even know. Did P.J. Walker have stats the year before? I'm not even sure how long it had been since he quarterback. Maybe he got some time with the Panthers and played yeah, some games you know he he may have though right because they were just god awful last year i'm trying to remember the last time he played too you're right good question here is one about another wide receiver this was kind of a cool little look after the clip went viral after it must have been their miserable game against tennessee the cincinnati Bengals that lost to tennessee he says i'm always open i'm always flipping open oh yeah and so he gets spotted wearing a 7-eleven pendant and how great is that? Always nice. open, right? This was during the win uh, against the Seattle Seahawks. This was actually available on the convenience store's website for 120 bucks. The 7-Eleven pendant and chain. I'm sure Jamar Chase was wearing like a $75,000 version <laughs> of, of that pendant and chain. Might be shooting it low. I don't know, Timmy. Made, made of total diamonds. And it's sold out already. Chase's Instagram post Saturday night indicated that he has partnered with 7-Eleven. And the merch is going to be on the way. So hopefully there will be much more of that where it came from. And this is a good one for you. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Rory McIlroy are going to join the F1 Alpine Investor Group. I know you're a big fan of F1 racing. Yeah. That's, uh, Teddy, is that Alpine? Is that right? How Alpine. They say it? It's okay. I do, I, I, Alpine. Yeah, it is Alpine, yes. But that's all right. I and mean, they that's, spelled it wrong then. No, no. That's I how know. That's, I know. I know. That's on us, Timmy. That's on me. We, that's, we messed it up. That's, that's all right. on me. Um, but yeah, I, by the way, PJ Walker last year, I thought he played, he had to have played a little bit with Carolina five starts, uh, six total games played in, but not good. I mean, just, I think three touchdowns, three picks. So yeah, not a, not a ton of work for him. Did you have that number on who's second all time? I'll give it to you guys next. Look at you. What a pro we'll do that. And also a major league baseball player ripped his owner, a new one on his way out the door. I have some priceless audio of this. Because it's not just a little tweet. He put it. He put his name on it. Put his voice on it. The whole deal. We'll listen to that when we get back as well. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grand View Browns Backers. 
A lot happening for this Tuesday Drive Traffic, sponsored by Dell Technologies. We have got a shutdown with EMS crews on the scene. Bethel, eastbound, that's between Olentangy River Road, all the way over to Highway 315. EMS crews on the scene, also blocking the left lane of the westbound side of Bethel Road, so just be careful. Left lane blocked along westbound 70s, downtown split at Front Street as a result of a wreck. Also stop and go out there from about 71 East Split, all involving a school bus. Just be careful moving through there. Dial Technologies has made finding the perfect gift for anyone on your list easy with their carefully curated selection of their top tech. At Dell.com slash gift guide, you will find their latest PCs powered by Intel Core processors. Plus, save on select monitors and more. Shop now at Dell.com slash gift guide. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Track. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. No filler guests, no intelligence, and most of the time, no sports. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Lots to get to today on a Tuesday. Rapid fire coming up 434. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man on that. Also, 534 game show. Tim is here all day, but Jen Winters is going to stop in and do the game show with us, which apparently is a reprieve of Taylor Swift songs or... Bath and Body Works candle fragrance fragrances. So right. right. So this I I can't even stress enough how much fun this this one is. And okay. the way that everyone else is going to be able to play along in their car as well, because not all of us are Swifties. Like I, I enjoy yeah. Taylor Swift. She's become more involved in our lives now that she's, you know, buddying up with Travis Kelsey. But speak for yourself. I was already on the Swifty bandwagon long ago. Well, that's good. Travis Kelsey. I have good for you. Four women in my house. So yes, I. That's great. That's great. You and our buddy Patrick Murphy, who has no women in his house. I don't. I don't even know if he lives with his girlfriend or anything. He doesn't have kids, but he's been the biggest Swifty for the longest time. Our buddy who covers the the Buckeyes for Bucknuts there. But I. I couldn't believe how many. And Jen will never run out of of fragrances for Bath and Body Works. There's thousands of them. Like, they never end. They keep coming out with new ones. And Taylor Swift songs as well. She hit me with one. She can't use this one again. It was Christmas Tree Farm. <laughs> and I... I <laughs> I know that's a song. I mean, I don't know... I don't know what Taylor's catalog is, but I was sure that that could not be a song. Sure. That's got to be some kind of holiday-themed fragrance. Like, I can see the candle in my mind. It's green. It's got a Christmas tree on the sticker on the glass. You know what? I'll go That's to bat the for you. One. I feel like that should have been a push at the very least. I feel like there had to be a Christmas tree farm candle at some point that they made. And then she also has written a song by that name. I do know that. That's amazing, though. Had to be both. It's just it's just amazing. And I think I'm getting Yankee candles confused with Bath and Body Works now. <laughs> Am I wrong? Do they have a hundred? Do they have a I shelf, gotta, a wall of candles at Bath and Body Works, or is it just? I, you Bath know, and body. That's stuff. a great. That's a great question. I don't know. I think. Yeah. You know what? I Wouldn't don't know. Also, be in the candle game. I mean, Boy, come on, right? Someone who knows this better than I should should probably weigh in. I'm going to no go idea. there tomorrow morning. Yeah. Well, you should. Uh, also, we were talking before the break about the leaders in all-time receiving yards, active career leaders that are still playing. Uh, you brought up 
who are these all-time career leaders that are still playing in the NFL? And we were trying to guess. You guessed most of them in the break, so I'll give you credit for that because you nailed it. But Yeah, originally you would think like uh, Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey came to mind. He's not a wide receiver, but just receiving career yardage, yards, yeah. career receiving yardage among active players. Mike Evans was the one I, I gave my final answer for. He's second. Number one is a duh. We just mentioned him in the segment with the with Julio Jones, and it's DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, that's 11, right. 11,674. Mike Evans, 10,811. Travis Kelsey, 10,690. Devontae Adams, just a shade over 10,000 yards for his career, too. Well, and now all those guys move back down a peg on the, uh, on the ladder there because Julio Jones, who's ahead of all of them, is now active again. So there you go. He got pegged down. <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> Raise the pace, Timmy. What can I tell you? It's good. Uh, so this is, thank you, better late than never. Right, soundboard? I agree. All right, so this is a story that I saw earlier today of Oakland A's relief pitcher Trevor May, who, full disclosure, I did not follow his career with uh, much or any interest. So take that for what it's worth. But he has apparently announced he is officially retiring. Now, it is 2023, the way he decided to do this as you do, was on his Twitch stream yesterday. Good for him. And you know what? Probably that'll keep him doing other things. He'll be online. People can check in with him whenever they want to. Good for him. I'm glad I'm glad people do that stuff. Yeah, That's hey, awesome. You know what? A lot of athletes are doing that now. It's, it's a great a, way to another, connect. Another way to connect and another way to engage, right? Imagine if like Dick Buckus has had like a Twitch stream. That would have been great. I would have loved to hear what that Man had to say after a game. Dick like, Butkus playing Tecmo Bowl with you. Oh, it would have been fantastic. Yeah. Be great. Anyway, so this is what uh, Trevor May, who pitched for the A's, is what he said on his Twitch stream about his retirement. This has been edited down. We don't have the full quote because it was like a minute, but here you go. Here's what he had to say. Sell the team, dude. I tried to get a sell shirt. It didn't get here fast enough. Sell it, man. Let someone who actually like takes pride in the things they own own something. There's actually people who give a shit about the game. Let them do it. Take mommy and daddy's money somewhere else. Dork. I like dork. Take, take mommy and daddy's money somewhere else. Dork. Now that is, of course, him referencing the guy who owns the A's, which is John Fisher, who wants to move them to Las Vegas. Mommy and daddy are the founders of Gap. So he is a Gap heir. That's where all his money comes from. And and I, I totally empathize with this statement. I completely disavow this John Fisher guy. He sucks. He is awful. He wants to move the team because he sees Las Vegas and says, that looks like an awesome place where I could get a big development going. I could make buku bucks. Who cares if all these fans love this team? He hasn't certainly run the team in any way, shape, or form to try to make it competitive. He's been all about bottom line, trying to make a buck off these people. Now, because they won't build him a $12 billion entertainment district, he wants to move to Vegas where they will. And that sucks. I... I I don't blame this guy at all for feeling that way, but it got me thinking to me about, I hate that we have to rely on these guys for our sports teams. Yeah, you can't fire your owners, you know? That's always <sighs> been true in sports. You can only find things about them, and for, you know, you can find horrible, horrible things, like what happened to Donald Sterling, you know? And they can go public... <laughs> right. And then you're forced to sell. Or more recently, like what happened to Daniel Snyder. Yeah. It was more a combination of things. It was a platter of all this crap. Like what Trevor May just said. All this stuff. And Daniel Snyder had to sell the team. So a new day for someone like me who's a fan of the Commanders. But then again, I don't know if 
this Josh Harris guy is going to yeah, ultimately you know. wind up being the right kind of owner or the the type of owner that you're looking for? And what kind of owner are you looking well, that, for? That's the thing. I, Teddy, I'd love if you jump in on this too, because you've got an owner that I think some people would view as a terrible owner in Jerry Jones. But oh, yeah, but he won a lot of Super Bowls back in Teddy's, the day. Teddy's Cowboys fan, but that's right. They did win a lot previously, but what has been the knock with Jerry Jones recently, Ted? It's not that he doesn't care at all. He cares too much, right? He's, yeah, that he's too involved. But you know, the one thing with Jerry is at least he's spending money and he yes. spends money on the team and for the players and stadium and, facility, yeah, all, that. all of that. But yeah, so he does really care and he wants to win. But yeah, maybe he does a little, he cares a little too much where he does, you know, meddle and get involved a little too much possibly. So I, I'm very interested in this discussion of what is actually the best sports owner that you could have, right? Because you on the one scale, you have a John Fisher type who is really not invested in making the team better. He is invested in getting his bottom line better, accruing more revenue from what the team actually is, all the stuff they can build. And if they can't build it in the city he's in, he'll move because that's all it is is a business transaction. He doesn't care about the fans at all. Jerry Jones, I'm sure does care about the fans to a degree. Jerry Jones cares about himself. He cares about making sure that everyone knows that Jerry is getting the job done. And he will not remove himself from that because he cares so much. Maybe a better example, too, of that, if you want to say, well, Jerry Jones is like his own guy. There's no one else like him. All right. What's Mark Cuban? Mark I Cuban. Was, they, they I was won, just thinking of Mark Cuban because we, we were in Dallas. Yeah. yeah, they've won a championship. But Mark Cuban does have to be very much involved until then there's like a sexual harassment scandal in the office and suddenly he's like, I don't know. I barely work here. I don't even know these people. I'm on but, Shark Tank now. Right. Yeah. right. But <laughs> I'm saying... There's a celebrity ownership where there's that that presence that I'm known as the owner. I am around. You see me, Steve Ballmer with the Clippers within basketball. Mm-hmm. He's there clapping like an idiot. But is that necessarily any? But those guys have not won a ton of things for their teams. Now, maybe they're not moving them anytime soon. But you also haven't won a ton with those guys as owners. Stan Kroenke sucks. He'll move your team around and he'll, you know, that's that's not a guy you want. I'm trying to. Where would you go and say, that's the ownership group that I want? That's that's what it is. Right. You've got the McConnell group here in our town, and they're kind of behind the surface a little bit. They're behind the scenes. You know, they came you out know, and they made a big statement when stuff was going poorly. They finally came out and v- very nice timing with that statement about the Babcock situation right as they were set to have their media day. It was classic, right? It was like 20 minutes before. <laughs> before it really was. It was like John an hour. Davidson and Yarma went out to the firing squad. It was like, we are tremendously disappointed mm-hmm. they basically stopped short of saying this is a joke what's going right, on right but it now was, it was sternly worded team. it was it was sharply worded uh another guy uh, here, well let me throw that it's passed that away i thought was good was that came from the the tech game as well paul allen not crazy paul allen with the axe yeah yeah, yeah right the uh that's paul bunyan yeah but uh, <laughs> Paul, no, <laughs> not, not Paul Bunyan. Paul Allen, psych, uh, American Psycho. Oh, that, that Paul Allen. I forgot if that was his name. All right, that there might you go. that might be the guy he axed, not uh, not uh, Christian Bale's character. But for the Seattle Seahawks, I thought he he was a great owner. He assembled a great team. He brought Pete Carroll in there. A lot of great things happened. They won a Super Bowl. And everybody seemed and they to won adore two. that guy. Should have yeah. won too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't blame the owner for no, not no, no. You're running right. the football with Marshawn Lynch there. That's, he that's, had that's yeah. a good that's a good call. Paul Allen is, I think, a good one. Obviously, he's since passed away, but that mm-hmm. is that is a good call. When he was alive, I'd say that's about as good as you can get. On the Jackets ownership, I will say, if your concern is will they move the team, the answer is no. 
They would never move this team. That's not a thing they will ever do. But if you are looking for an ownership that is going to be hands-on to the point of having high expectations, that's not this ownership. Group. No. Yeah. They, they will let Yarmo no. sit here for 10 years. Now, maybe well, yeah. after this How season, long is too long? after all these embarrassments, all these failures, if this season is another failure, then they may move on from this front office. And then you're back at literally square one all over again right, after a they, ten year experiment with atta- a guy who's not gotten the job done. They're attached to their guys too because they've already brought John Davidson back to this yeah. to this organization. Well, and look at and Yarmo's like, been here for a long, long time, and we've already screwed up two coaching hires in the same offseason. Yeah, well, or, the, or in the last two Mike, years, you know, Mike I mean. would bring this up that on the further down that scale of loyalty to your guys and not really wanting to upset the apple cart, you have the Virginia McCaskies of the world who have heritage heirs of the bears yeah, right yeah where she is disconnected a very i'm sure very passionate about the bears but that's she's not going to have a quick trigger she's not going to do all that. like they they're going to do that let's see the process through let's you know they're they will stick with things way longer than they should there and so did you say the roonies did you say the roonies roonies are, of all sports yeah, you know what roonies you know, generational ownership group yeah roonies lots are of good. championships teams always competitive but Again, if you're, and then it's, I'm sure Steelers fans, you're very happy with how with the, it's worked out. With the out. Mike Tomlin situation. Well, what I I'm mean, saying is, though, there have been a couple years in a row here where people have said, we got to move on from Mike Tomlin, and that's not happening. The Roonies are not doing that. You know, that family's not going to move on quickly from a coach. How many coaches have they had in the last 50 years? Like three? It's, it's crazy. Four? That's I'm just good, saying. That's generally a good thing, though, because they've been winning for yes. most of those years. Yes, but when, different it, here when in Columbus it, with our jackets. You've got expectations <laughs> yeah. and you yeah. want them met. Now you've won so much. Steelers fans are saying, when is the change happening if we don't get the job done? So, yeah, what's the, in your mind, what's the best ownership group you could have? Let us know. You can tweet us at manandbone971. I'd love to hear what you have to say about that. I'll take a break. Ryan Day with his bullwhip and weekly press conference. We'll hear from both next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. It is a hot mess out there. Traffic sponsored by Staples Stores, especially when it comes to Bethel Eastbound. Still shut down Olentangy River Road over to Highway 315 as EMS Cruiser on the scene. And on the westbound side of Bethel, only the right lane is open at Olentangy River Road. So you've got backups going either way. And if you can, just avoid that area completely. And again, westbound 70, downtown split at Front Street. Crash out there, left lane down, backup start at around the 71 East Split. And if you can avoid that area, because that one, that's involving a school bus. 10 bucks says your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. Now, when you return an Amazon order at Staples, you receive a coupon for $10 off your next Staples purchase of $30 or more. Explosions apply. Staples, your new favorite place for Amazon returns. I'm Lena for 97.1, the fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team. You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Off Topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Hope Tuesday is going well. We've got rapid fire. Coming up at 434. Rapid fire, in case you didn't hear me whisper, yell at you. Also, Timmy Hall is here. I am here. But Friday, we will be somewhere else. 
if you're saying off the radio, yay, no. We will <laughs> still be on the radio. <laughs> no, However, no, 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 not we, yet. We will be at Hollywood's, Hollywood Casino Sportsbook right there at the Hollywood Casino on the west side of town. Come out and say hi to us. 3 to 6 p.m. We will be doing the show live, I am told, by promotions assistant and on-air talent Jen Winters that we have college football tickets to give away at that event. We will be playing Man and Bone Trivia, apparently, if you are there. Mm. Also, mm. of course, it is the Hollywood Casino Sportsbook where I like to do my gambling. Oh. That's the app I use. That's the physical location I go to. They got you covered either way. So if you want to place a bet on any big college football action happening in the near future, can't imagine what games you might be looking at. That might be the place to do it. It is the place we do it. Hollywood Casino Sportsbook must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And come see Timmy and I, if you're over 21, on Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. What a fun way to wind down the week, right? I Going know. into the Penn State game on Saturday? Well, you start, you start... What does that mean for the beverage cart? You start your day off, clearly on Friday, lying to your boss and going... <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. <clears throat> Did you? I didn't take a test yet. Do you want me to come in? I'll stay home. Got it. And then you just kind of send some emails out and you do some things. And then around one you you're just like, hey, all out of office for a couple hours. I'll be reachable by text if you need me. And then you ignore your text. Message. Yeah, but it's going to be so you're popular good. that your boss is going to be there, too. Oh, and then you so might you run might into have to right, wear, You might run into that. Do they still have the the glasses with the nose and the mustache? Is that even a thing anymore? Can I go into the dollar store Timmy, and get it that? Is, it is for you. You're allowed to wear it anytime you want to. I will support you in this you know what? look. I'm going to get a pair. Get a pair. It's going to be my Halloween costume. There you go. Just call it not even trying. That's what that's called. I think it's, I think it's trying very hard. All right. The extra mile. Well, I, I think that's a great look. I also think it's a great look when we play the Ryan Day press conference on our airwaves. Because, you know, everybody wants to hear from Ryan Day. And, of course, as you mentioned, big game coming up Saturday. Penn State coming to the shoe. Of course, we'll have all the action right here on the fan. Timmy, would you? I have plenty from Ryan Day's press conference today. But just know, if you get bored with any of these answers, because, I mean, they're all exciting. But if you get bored with them, I have an Eminem conspiracy theory to share with you. That I have never heard of until just now, and I have. Well, I why have would to you tell the world? Why would you entice me with that? I'm just telling the you. Be if, the only thing that would be better is if you had dirt on Limp Biscuit. But I'll said, gladly take Eminem. All right. Well, I'm not doing that well, yet because we have to play Ryan Day first. We have to let Ryan Day talk you about. Tease. I am teasing, but I'm going to play some Ryan Day first. Then you tell me when you get bored with this, and we will switch to Eminem conspiracy theory. All right. Okay. Whip me. Let's go. All right, let's go. This is Ryan Day talking about the offensive progression. And the team evolving. I think every week we want to keep adding more and growing. You know, there's there's give and take to everything that you do. You know, you want to give the guys a clean plan. When you move something post snap, like you said, or pre snap, excuse me, like like you said, you know, the, the pictures change. It changes for the guys up front. It changes for the quarterback. There's always give and take, but then it also changes the picture for the defense as well. So, yeah, every week we'll try to add more and more different wrinkles. Keep adding to the to you know what we think and stress out defenses now along those lines ryan day was asked about that devin brown goal line running package is that here to stay a little bit of a long answer but let's hear what ryan day had to say about that when, when you get down into those type of situations you know you the numbers start to work against you on offense and when you add the quarterback into it it can change those numbers but the great thing about devin is that you know he can throw the ball well you've seen the throw, throw he made to to uh, to brandon at the end of the game so the good he's not you know, just a running quarterback. However, he is big, strong, and athletic, and competitive. 
And so we, you know, had been messing around a little bit with it, but felt like um, going into that game with the weather situation, at least the forecast about midweek, we can't get caught in a situation like we had in the past, maybe. All right. So there you go. Uh, he also talked about the potential to not redshirt Dallin Hayden, which had been the plan, which Absolutely. is why Dallin Hayden hadn't played. You have three other guys ahead of him. But now those guys are ouchy and banged up. Here's what Ryan Day said about that. I mean, we're still going to do what we think is best to win every game and, and great to see Dallin run out there and, and play well in the game. So, you know, when that decision has to be made, we'll make that decision. That decision doesn't have to be made right now because we still have a little bit more wiggle room. But, you know, if it comes down to winning games, and certainly, you know, we'll sit down with Dallin and make sure we're all on the same page. But I know Dallin wants to play and Dallin wants to do what's best for himself, but also for Ohio State. Well, there's... There's something with Dallin Hayden's complete game. Pass protection is something that was brought up and all those other things that go into the bucket when you talk about a total complete running back. So you certainly didn't get any commitment from Ryan Day as to big snaps coming the rest of the way for Dallin Hayden off that one performance, but I'd be interested to see it. But can can you give me the M&M story? Can you tell oh, me what's going on right. with him? All right. Yes, I can. Please. Um, so there, yeah, there you go. Ryan Day press conference. You got, you got the, yeah, I'll tell you this. He does sound very, yeah, we're focused, ready to go. Like he's locked in. I, I that doesn't sound like an M&M story to okay, me. Sorry, sorry. Here is the story. I can't <laughs> believe, first of all, happy birthday to Eminem. It's his birthday today. Oh, it he's, is? He's 51 years old. 51. Yeah. Wow. Lose yourself in the music, right? And the Lions are giving him a great season. Oh, they are. Big Detroit guy. We he's know in. that. He's Eight in mile, the Lions. Everything. Uh, so, there's a conspiracy theory that has been circling online that says this is not actually Eminem's birthday because Eminem's not alive. Eminem died in a car crash, they believe, in 2006. So goes the conspiracy theory. Oh, my God. And what you are actually seeing now is either a clone or some kind of, like, droid robot situation. The people who have this conspiracy theory online, which I believe to be so very true... Uh, they are they are saying that essentially in 2006 his appearance changed his lyrics changed the the way he would rap has changed and if you're a big time Eminem fan you've known this and you could tell immediately what? but for the casual fans you wouldn't know this because you're a loser and you're stupid oh, and you don't yeah. get Eminem yeah. anyway he fooled you but he didn't fool these brilliant people online so there you go Eminem not alive but if he is happy birthday to him because he's 51 years old. But he's not. He's a clone. You are a sucker for a good internet conspiracy, aren't I you? Do you? I didn't say I believe this. I didn't I'm say telling you I it's a conspiracy theory that exists. I didn't say you believed it. I said you're a sucker for a good one. You mm, like to read about it. You like to see what the nuts and bolts are. And I, yeah, I guess I am one of these loser idiots that doesn't have Eminem's entire catalog at my disposal. Yeah. But just from re-racking my brain... I don't think his style really has changed much. I think he had his thing when he was an unknown. I think he got his opportunity. He did the rap battles and kind of became known in the Detroit underground, all that. We saw a little bit of that play out in the the movie. And then he rode that to stardom. It was his rhyming is what he could do with words, kind of stretching the words out. Even sometimes words that don't rhyme, he could speak them and rap them phonetically so they would make sense in that lyric. I think he's brilliant. And yeah, I'm going to go against that conspiracy. I say Eminem alive and birthday. Happy birthday. Go Lions. Well, Timmy, thanks for that. But ooh, sorry. Correct answer is he he's is dead. dead. <laughs> he's dead and this is all fake. So sorry. I don't know what Damn. to tell you. Damn it.
What I found, and this is what they've told me in broadcasting school, if you are a bald-headed guy with a microphone in front of you who has an audience, what you, you need win. to do is, no, 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 you bring out conspiracy theories that are false, but then you take them to the masses and go, I'm just saying, I, I mean, I don't believe it. Now I'm, I'm going to get three experts on and do a four-hour podcast where I have them all say, maybe he is dead. I don't know. Anyway, do we have an Eminem? Can you pull that up? Can we play an Eminem song? I guess that's up for you to decide. Yeah, that's <laughs> Right. Rapid fire coming up next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Traffic sponsored by Meyer. It's still a mess out on Bethel eastbound. Still shut down Olentangy River Road over to Highway 315. And on the westbound side at Olentangy River, you've only got that right lane that's passable. It's also jammed up along US 33 Union County eastbound after 4 because of a crash with that right lane blocked. And then, then another crash that police are out on. This is westbound 670 at State Route 315. That one on the right berm. Shop up. Shop October 15th through the 21st at Meyer and save $10 on next week's in-store purchase with coupon printed at checkout to when you spend $100 or more on your total purchase today. Redeemable through October 28th at Meyer. I'm Lena for 97.1, the fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Rapid fire coming up in mere moments. Timmy Hall is filling in for Common Man day, today. I don't know why I can't talk all of a sudden. Today. Today. Today, today. is the greatest day <laughs> he is day filling I've in. ever known. Uh, so we still have a game show coming up at 534. That'll be fun. The Gen Winners coming in for that. Also tonight, Buckeye Roundtable is going to be happening at 6. Paul Keels, Jim Lachey, Skip Mossick. Cast of thousands will be there to join. They'll talk all things, I'm sure, Buckeyes-Purdue, but more importantly, Buckeyes-Penn State moving forward. Lots to get into with them. Then after them, I believe it's the 11 Warriors Radio Hour. Then after that, I believe it's Perverted with Panama Ted. No, it's probably not. I think that's tomorrow, actually, because tomorrow is Wild Card Wednesday. Tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow we got lots of stuff. Yeah. Lots of stuff. We got lots of stuff tonight, too, though. That's right. Inside the crews after that. Oh, inside the crew, of course. Mm, How can I forget? Come on. The... The final match of the season, going into the playoffs, regular Coming season, up this Saturday. Yeah, decision day. So they'll be talking all about that. But now it is time for rapid fire. Rapid, rapid fire. Sponsored by Custom Air, Custom Air, Custom Solutions, Custom Comfort. All right, Teddy. Rapid fire number one. What's your biggest worry about this Saturday's game against Penn State? Well, for me, it's the offensive line. Uh, there's, I guess, a few areas you could have. Running back makes sense. But for me, offensive line, just because it's been an issue all year, while they have gotten better, I don't think they face a defensive front like what you're going to have from Penn State. They are just a ridiculous defensive line, great linebackers. And if Kyle McCord is not instantly seeing guys open, that secondary is they're very talented as well. They've got NFL players all over there. So... The offensive line giving him time to throw, to me, is the biggest concern I have. Yeah, I am I will second a little bit of what you said, T-Bone, but the other point that I hit on yesterday's show, I'll say it again, it's the passing defense from Penn State. 
They are good all over that side of the ball. They're the number one defense in the country. They're giving up less than 200 yards per game. Michigan's giving up 233 for reference. Penn State yielding 193.7, only eight points per game. Uh, One, two, and three uh, point-per-game defenses are all right here in the Big Ten East, Michigan, Penn State, and the Buckeyes. But it's that pass defense for me. Uh, Rapid fire number two. What's your favorite moment or memory from the Ohio State-Penn State series? There are, I mean, plenty of good ones you could go to. I got mine. Well, what's yours, Timmy? Because I've got one that I think... I, it's it, the, it might be the same one. Okay, it's, go ahead. I think the running back's name was Brandon Bell that year, and it All was right. the walk-off Joey Bosa sack where he took the running back and charged him into Christian Hackensack. He just mm. chucked the running back. That's right. He got a sack with Hackensack. another... Hackensack. Yeah. Hackenberg. Yeah, yes. that's right. That's right. That's, that's good. Hackensack. Christian who, needs Hackensack. Ha- who needs a house out in Hackenberg? <laughs> there you go. Exactly. So he just... He sacked another man with a human body. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And to win a game like that, hit him with the shrug. Mm, I just saw a guy here. I started tackling with him. It was yeah, great. That one was... That's pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. I also threw this one in because I had almost forgotten about it. Ohio State beating Penn State... 63 to 14 back in 2013 kind yeah, of getting finally yeah. some revenge for they've when, not all been they've no, all been closer a lot of, them have of that been. game really well yeah and then way back when penn state when they first came into the big 10 they destroyed ohio state by a similar score line and so it was nice to see ohio state do that back to them but that was a braxton miller game carlos hyde went for a buck 47 in that game they put up timmy in total in that game over six hundred total yards, wow. including four hundred on the ground, and probably could have scored a hundred if they wanted to. So anyway, wow. that twenty thirteen game, one of my all time favorites. But it was a beatdown, no doubt about it. Rapid fire number three. Who gets your halfway point of the college football season Heisman trophy? Gonna get that big Penix energy. <laughs> Thanks, Desmond Howard. Let's go, Desmond. Let's <laughs> chant it out, boys yeah. and girls. Yeah, it's gonna be Michael Penix Jr. for the Washington Huskies who just had his Big moment. Uh, Rome Adunze, the wide receiver for Washington, is sensational too, but it goes to the quarterback there for the Huskies. Yeah, I think that's great. I don't really have an argument against that other than, and I know that you would put him in this category too, Marvin Harrison Jr. is like the best player on the field in every game I've seen him play, and I think Michael Penix Jr. is the best player on the field every time he goes out, but you're right. It's become like this quarterback award, which... It shouldn't be, but it kind of but has become. Yeah. If anybody's not a quarterback is going to win it this year, then, I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr., I think, is making a strong case. But you're right. Michael Penix Jr., he's had the Heisman moment as of right now. Rapid fire number four. The AFC North is tightly bunched at the moment. Which team do you think will emerge as the divisional winner? It's a great question. That is a good question. Because I'll tell you, I don't... I see that the Ravens obviously are at the top of the division, but do you have faith in their offense on a given week? I don't. And then any other offense in this division right now, Browns are ouchy at quarterback. Bengals are weird at quarterback. We don't know why they're so inept on offense. And then the Steelers have Matt Canada for their offense. They all have really good to great defenses on so those teams. Got? We got. I'm saying I, I guess I will say the Ravens just because they have the the least question marks right now, but I also feel like the Bengals and Browns have higher ceilings on offense than the Ravens do. I feel like the Ravens are operating at about as good as they're going to get. I think the Bengals and Browns have a lot of room for improvement, so 
I guess I'll say the Ravens because they're actually kind of getting well, the job. Well, you know what? You know what I guess I'm going to say? What's that? I guess I'm going to say your Cleveland oh. Browns. Okay. All right. Why not? I, hey, why not? You know why look, not. Look at us. 20 plus years of history is why not. <laughs> well, That's why well, not. The, their defense is unbelievable this it's, season. It looked good against and San Francisco. You're if right. If Kevin Stefanski will actually tell you when Deshaun Watson is going to be back or what's up with him, that, of course, is a big deal. And it's it's like you illustrated the rest of that division. I don't know if Cincinnati is going to be able to elevate to much more than a a team that maybe gets a game over 500 with their I mean they play the Bills and the Niners right off their bye week. Yeah. So they could go 0 and 2. They could split cuz the Bills are at home but I I'll say Cleveland. All right. I'll take it rapid fire number 5, Teddy. I saw where Christopher Cross was trending on Twitter today and no, he's not dead. It was just an anniversary for one of his number 1 songs. So, tell me what's your favorite yacht rock song or songs? Mm. Uh, that would entail me actually having listened to any full album of any Yacht Rock ever. I mean, I'll just say I like all the Michael McDonald things I hear when people play that. That's that's fine. I don't necessarily have a a top song off the top of my head. Do you, Timmy? Are you a big Yacht Rock guy? I, I can't say that I'm a Yacht Rock guy. So I will go with, I mean, Hall & Oates, right? Right, Panama? Like, are you giving me a little Hall and Oates? Would that count as Yacht for some, Rock? For some Yacht Rock? I did see they were listed, yeah, as some Yacht I feel, Rock, I actually. feel like that's kind of a adult AC kind of Yacht Rock okay. kind of genre. Teddy, I thought it was a bit of a stretch. Teddy, yeah, what's, 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 okay. your, what's your right. favorite, Teddy? Kiss, what's one of your, your favorites? Kiss is on my, is on my list. Oh, I, I'm with you, Bone. I kind of like the Michael McDonald songs. Yeah. We've had some, you know, fun with, with that. And, you don't but, yeah. know me, I'm your brother. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I like yeah. What Michael, is that? Michael McDonald. The Shine. The is that what that's called? What's that song called? Sweet then? Freedom. Oh, Sweet Freedom. All right. See, I don't know. This is how little of it I've listened to. I'm sorry, and I'm not. It's not because I dislike it necessarily. It's just I never think to play it. I never think to put it on. No, I like. I like. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Sweet Freedom or whatever that was. I like that better, Teddy. Thank you. This. You know, what this segment could be called. Play songs that everyone's heard but T-Bone, because that's also what you could do here, because I've never heard most of these songs. This, I just don't this, listen to this them. This is music that people have listened to. I know. I know, you know. I know. Lots and lots. I'm sorry that I'm not people, I guess. I don't know. Would I Huey Lewis, any of his tunes, kind of get into that? Rock, I, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so, Teddy. That's, that's no. Yeah, I, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I don't think kind so. Kind of a jazz yeah. fusion you know, kind of thing, a, smooth jazz. As a yacht rock expert, I'm going to put my rock. foot down and say absolutely <laughs> not. Right. How dare well, you, I mean, like Teddy? It's so, soft rock. I think Huey Lewis can classify as kind of soft oh, rock. Don't rock, right? Don't call it yacht rock soft. It's got a lot of the synthesizers. It's not soft. It's upbeat. It's moving. It's out there on the waves of cocaine. Where the yachts are. That's right. <laughs> Out yeah. where the boats go. Yeah. Uh, some bad news for the Colts. Details next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Traffic sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Some good news. An earlier shutdown eastbound Bethel between Olentangy River Road and Highway 315 has been cleared. The road has been reopened back up, but of course you've got some slowdowns. And on the westbound side of Bethel at Olentangy, you've got those lane restrictions lifted, but you've got those slowdowns as well. And a crash just got picked up. US 23 heads up heading northbound and it's at Pittsburgh. Don't know what lanes are blocked, but of course we will keep you posted with that situation. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half off traditional wings every Tuesday. 
and buy one get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings, Let's Go Sports Bar, valid at participating locations, and of course, while supplies last. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. And barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Tuesday is going well. We have a game show coming up at 534. Timmy Hall is in for Common Man today. And Jen Winters is going to come in for the game show, apparently, because she's going to do a little trivia with us. I guess it's not trivia. It's a game show, like I said, where she's doing Taylor Swift song or uh, Bath and Body Works candle fragrance, which I guess you did before, Timmy, and you sucked at it. So I'm going to see if we can do better. And I thought I was going to do good, but it was the most entertaining game show that I think I've ever been a part of because it just was uncanny how how they fit both ways. Like what what 100% to me in my brain should have been the fragrance was was the Taylor Swift song. That's why I sucked so much at the at the quiz. But I thought I was going to do great, so I can't wait to see what she cooks up this time. Oh, that's see. Yeah, that's that's very good. Um so I have this Anthony Richardson's story, and then I have a story that was just sent to us for Wild Card Wednesday, but I'm going to do it today because it's that's Wild Card Tuesday, I guess. I don't know. It is. Um, it's a Wild Card day. Yeah, but here's the story about the Colts very quickly. Anthony Richardson, according to Jim Irsay, is probably, and that's a quote from Jim Irsay, probably going to miss the rest of the regular season because he could undergo shoulder surgery in the next week or so. So that's tough. That's yeah. huge. Ursay said the most the most likelihood is he's probably going to be done for the year. I mean, it's not definite, but he probably misses the year, and we're going to have to contend with that factor. So, yeah. Uh, this is what happens when you go out and get a quarterback who, while he has a tremendous arm and did a very good job throwing the football for Florida and making highlight plays, this is a guy who also used a lot of the highlight time that he had was running the football. So now you brought him into the NFL, said there's going to be no problem with him running the football here. And then what's happened? The same thing that happened to Justin Fields, the same thing that's happened to other quarterbacks who are often employing a running attack along with throwing the football. You're getting injuries because there's just more contact and it's just, I don't know how you avoid it in the NFL, right? There are very few guys that can. Yeah, it's just, it's a special skill to know when to get out of bounds when to find the first, having a nose for the first down stick to be able to slide and protect yourself. We've seen a lot of running quarterbacks that it, it's looked like sliding is very awkward for them and it needs to be beautiful, right? I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I think, is a good example of a guy that can maneuver around the football field. He has escapability and he can just find seams to streak down the field for 20 to 30 yard pickups, but then he will get down and protect himself. I mean, I know he had a, a, a knee dislocated a couple years ago. It's football. You know, you'll get hit every now and then. But I know what you're saying. It's it's hard to it's hard to master. You know, I think Russell Wilson back in the day was pretty good at not taking a lot of brutal hits. He gets sacked a lot now because he's lost a step. But yeah, that's that's a tough deal for the Colts. I mean, Anthony Richardson seemed to provide them a little bit of a spark, and now that's now that's it. Now that's it for Anthony. He's going to be done. Yes. So. <laughs> 
I don't know what the right answer is when you're trying to draft a quarterback because I don't think you want to get a guy necessarily who if you're if you're drafting a quarterback and you sit down with a guy and say, hey, how do you feel about toughness? If that guy says, let me tell you what, I'm a tough SOB. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. back down from a challenge. I'll, I'll run back through a down wall. from anything. I'll run you're right. You you kind of want that as a leader of your team, but you do want a guy who's going to know. You know what? First couple games of the season, actually all 17 games of the season, I don't need to go out here play to play and prove that I'm tougher than everybody else on this field. I need to be tough enough to take the big hits, get back up, and then play through some injuries during the season, play through some cold weather, play in whatever. But I don't need to go out and lower my shoulder every time there's an extra yard or two to be gained. On the flip side of that, you probably don't want a quarterback who's going to come into the meeting and say, guys, I got to tell you, I am really scared to get hit. I do not like taking big hits. And uh, yeah, I avoid contact at all costs. That might be a little better if you're dealing with this Anthony Richardson situation, but that's probably not a guy who's going to be out on the field a lot for you either. So finding that balance, it's, it's not that cut and dry. It's not that easy. I'm not defending the Colts here. I'm just saying I don't really know which way is the better answer if you're looking at this in the draft. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you just want to train these guys. You just want to train the quarterbacks that you know it is a physical game, but look, you're going to get some help from the referees. We know that when you're a pocket passer, you're going to get some of that protection. Now, that doesn't mean you can't get hit and sustain an injury type of hit on something that's flagged and shouldn't have happened, but at least they're trying to take that out of the game on your behalf. And I think it's, I've always looked at it like this. When you're going to make one of those big tough guy physical plays, is the series on the line, is the game on the line, or is this a play where I don't need that extra five yards? If I've already picked up a first down and I'm moving the chains on a drive, yeah. why would I then take a hit? You're right. No reason at all to take a hit or or increase my risk. But if the game or then the season is on the line in a situation, then it might be time to to hopefully put your head down or dive forward instead of sliding feet first and try something in hopes that you'll make it through alive and you'll live to play the next down. But, the, hey, I mean, this happens. He's not the only quarterback to be hurt. I mean, we we talk about injuries with Joe Burrow every single offseason. We yeah. still don't know if his calf is 100% now. Yeah, that, I agree. I, I hope that I hope that there's a better way for that. And I do not envy teams that have to make that decision because it is so difficult to know which six of one half does do the other. Want? Which way do yeah. you want to go? Right. What do you want from, from me? It's a very difficult call. But, obviously, we want them all to, like, stay healthy and be good at throwing the ball. And uh, easier said than done. When we come back... The Wild Card Wednesday story that just popped into my timeline on a Tuesday. We're going to give you that next, so stick around. should be fun. Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Traffic sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Couple of problem spots to navigate around. The first one, we've got that crash. This along Bethel, eastbound between Olentangy River Road and Highway 13, blocking your two lanes out there. And then 270 eastbound at US 23 North Side. Looks like a wreck out there is occupying your right lane with backups also in that area. And then 71 North Side heading southbound at 670. Crash out there, left lane block. Slow down start from about 17th Avenue at this time. From 3 to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. 
Dine-in only and, of course, drink responsibly. I'm Lena for 97.1, the fan trap. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Welcome in. Happy Tuesday to you. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man. Uh, We have still got a game show coming up 534. All right. We got a wild card Wednesday that came in a few moments ago from uh, a guy named Unknown Stuntman who often sends us things like Wild Card Wednesday, which, of course, that's happening tomorrow on The Fan, only on our show, because it is, you know, Wild Card Wednesday. But I thought we would bring this up today because, well, it came in today, and I don't want to wait till tomorrow to ask it's a question. Great, it's a great story. Yeah. So uh, he sends us a link, and I'm going to... It's a delicate situation here, okay? So uh, a man had an issue... We often have referred to this issue. It's erectile dysfunction. This is in Brazil. Man suffering from erectile dysfunction dysfunction decided to self-medicate. Apparently took enough self-medicate erectile dysfunction pills that he then ended up having. um, It worked. He had function. It worked. Shall we say. He had a lot of function. Apparently. Well. Right. So the function lasted for three days. And he, at that point, said, I have to go to the hospital because I have a three-day function, and I got to get this fixed. So, 46-year-old man. Showed up to the hospital in northeastern Brazil with intense pain, according to the article, in his genital region. Uh, He then had to be transferred because they said, "We listen, we would love to help you out, but this is not something we can handle here. We're not really equipped for that. So, we're... (laughs) We're <laughs> sorry, buddy. We got to get you out of here. They oh, gave man. him an ambulance ride to a trauma center in the town so they could hopefully get this sorted out. And he is the only one I've ever met that can handle my junk. Thank you, Hugh Freeze. I appreciate that. So the man with extreme function for three days ended up going to another hospital where they then had. Mm, 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 <laughs> what? They what? Then, what happened? They what did had, they do? They had to get rid of the function. They had, yeah, to re- d- they had to relieve the pressure. Can't they just pump him, like pump his stomach and or give him an <sighs> IV, <laughs> something like that? <laughs> Counteract the no Mets? We didn't let the team go because we were stretching our balls. That's not how that works. Right. Still out. Stop it. I don't know why these are playing. Stop it. Anyway, they apparently had to, uh, they did have to, they had to use a needle. Just say it. And drain, little Drano action. Of the right to a relieve ne- the pressure, a needle. They had to, yeah. They popped. They had to, yeah. They had pop to, goes they- the weasel. <laughs> pop the balloon. Listen, just like that, and then I'm not. By the way, <laughs> if you refer to yours Drain. as the weasel, Timmy, I don't need to know. It what your name you don't have to tell me that, but that's fine. Anyway, so this man is now okay. He is his condition has been stabilized. He has returned to dysfunction, which is, you know what? I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's good with that. Which is the, now the regular function 
right that he was seeking yeah let me ask this question drain the organ when <laughs> when at the, when do you think this guy who clearly was trying to achieve something right he he had a need and he did he had a need yeah i'm sure he took a pill and it probably wasn't what he was hoping for and is like well i gotta take another pill i'm not i don't know what he did but they said didn't say how many t- more than the recommended dose took. is what yeah. he took it sounds like he took like 50 well i don't know I and hope- that would just be obscene because <sighs> how do you have a 72 hour function yeah yeah i don't know but here's the thing i wonder at what point in the 72 hours did it become a from going from like a feature to a bug you know, where he's... Oh, I can tell you. When do you think... Because I think it had to be probably an hour or two at least of him going, this is all right. Like, maybe he said, well, at some point this will... You know, this is a this is a 46-year-old man we're reading about. Unless this guy's got some kind of, kind of lifestyle that, you know, we are unaware of. Pretty much after 30 minutes or after an hour, this turns into be a very big hindrance. I mean, can you imagine... I, don't, I mean, I don't, three I don't know day, what the man's social calendar is like. Days. Maybe maybe he had just so much attention being given to him. No. And he's like, no, listen, no, he didn't. People show up to my place on this day. <laughs> I have a supply <laughs> of medicine that will help me function. I've got a supply. And, and then we're going to have a day. Maybe it was a 24 hour bender, so to speak, where he's just doing great. And he's, you know, I mean, the cardio is probably going a little crazy, but you know what I'm saying? He's getting in all the exercise he had been longing to have for so long. And and then maybe after that, it was like, the, hey, Timmy, just let me live. All right, I'm just saying, <laughs> come on. Just come. It's a game of inches, as to come. Thank you. I appreciate he that, was, Diana He was Tarasi. longing to live. Listen, I'm just, look, I'm just saying, I wonder when this guy realized it was an issue. I don't know. But no one will really know, and I hope this man is okay. And I hope he's learned his lesson to not self-medicate when you have ED. You have to see a professional, right? You got to get a doctor's help. So just talk to your doctor. One, this is this is actually a public service. Talk to your doctor about erectile dysfunction. One, now you know. One hour is all you can stand. That's it. And then if uh, if things are still wrong there, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. That's you right. You can't sleep on your stomach. You've got to be <laughs> in one fixed position. Going to the bathroom then becomes an issue. I mean, I assume all even, kinds of issues. It ma- doesn't even matter if you stand or sit, too, if you think about it. I assume all kinds of issues occur at that point, right? You're just... You can't, even wear, you can't even wear your clothes. You can't even wear pants. Yeah, that's exactly right. How You're, are you supposed to put your pants on? Everything's got to be elastic. Right? right? How, how am I supposed to chip how with that I, going on? How am I supposed to chip, chip? Doug? That's right. Everyone seems to be coming around. Hang on. Why did that play? It's Yikes was yesterday. Wild Card Wednesday. Hey. That is tomorrow. Let's be very clear about when everything is. And then today, we just gave you a preview of Wild Card Wednesday. So now you know. All right. Urban Meyer. Totally unrelated to that last story. Don't know why these two are in the same segment. Just so happened to be a coinky dink. Anyway, you never know. You never. Hang on. Is that? That's. I don't know why that keeps playing. Urban Meyer declares that he will not ever coach college football again. Uh, he was giving an interview this time to the Knoxville quarterback club. I guess he was speaking to them. He wasn't giving an interview. And he said about the question of would he ever want to coach again like this Michigan State job? He said, I'm good. I never really took a day off. People, when I say that, they scratch their head. I'm like, I never took a day off. I had some health stuff go on. I became addicted to sleeping pills. Well, hey, <laughs> John, I, th- I don't better mean to, than the other pills yeah, you can I become. I mean, I'm not saying that's good either. But, I don't you mean know. to laugh. It's just no. from just talking about. 
Another kind of pill. I don't know what we're... Why is that There had to be a quote about some kind of pills. Monday is when yikes is, just to be clear. Anyway, he said, I was just a maniac worker. So the first year or so, I was kind of like, wake up. I want to go coach a team. But no desire now. So no, no desire. So I will admit when I'm wrong, I had said when he left Ohio State, I gave it five years or less that he would be back coaching in college football. Now, we obviously know he went to the NFL. And then I think after he got done with the NFL, I said... I still think he could come back and coach college football. Eventually, if someone would have him, I think he still would want to do that. That is obviously seems like that's out the window. Yeah, we're going to be going into the 2024 season next year. Man, really does go by fast, right? Well, he was he, his last year was 2018. His so last we're already year, five years. Yeah. He's not coached college football. He's not going to coach college football this year, and I don't presume that's changing. But I was wrong thinking he would coach college football in the next five years. So, well, I. I am happy to see a famous head coach who has won an awful lot. You can't question, you know, his win-loss record, the championships, three national championships, one of the greatest college football head coaches that there has ever been. You know, he is up there on a very, very short list in the top five. And I it pleases me to see somebody focus on themselves after enjoying a career of ridiculous success. You just don't see it a whole lot in this game specifically for whatever reason. There's something that draws you back to it. It's, it is an addiction. It's got to be an addiction for a lot of these people because no matter how much money they have, no matter how big their family is, how many grandkids they have, they can't seem to step away and just enjoy their time in one of their mansions, one of their you know, private country club memberships, a beautiful car or 10 of them to drive around, private flights, wherever they want to go on vacation. I cannot imagine how much life I would be enjoying if I was in, you know, take Urban or take anyone, even just take Ryan Day, who's already done what he's done. Right. Going to be approaching 50 years old. Might hit a point a little bit different there because I think you've got something to prove and you're doing it for but do you pride to, to tell yourself I, mean, I can do this and I achieve know, success I know exactly what you're saying but I but, would just cut loose and go do, enjoy right I I would coach this season out if I'm Ryan Day and this is not a knock on him I'm saying this is how we're different than these guys who get into coaching at this elite level that's why they become probably this level of insane that's why they get to the point where they can't ever separate from it because it's work 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 all the time it's 14 15 hour days and i don't care and that's what it's going to be you tell me i've signed a 10 million dollar a year extension which ryan day just did i'm i'm finishing out that extension to whatever it is 2028 2029 whatever it is give me two years of those and i'm straight i'm saying yeah (laughs) i'm gonna finish that out and if i win something great if i don't i have nothing left to prove you know why i don't have to prove anything to anybody because i can i can do the rest of my life without having to answer to anybody once you reach that point I have nothing to prove to have, anyone. I wouldn't F, care. You've made FU money exactly in one right. year. Exactly right. You get to this level where you're getting a head coaching job. Don't even go to Ohio State level. Shoot, look at Mel Tucker. Look what yeah. he earned. Right. And thank God Michigan State was able to get out of a lot of that, that he did something and let him free of that contract, even though he's still going to try to retain some of it. But take anybody else, for example. Charlie Weiss. How many times was Charlie Weiss just getting paid by two different places at the same time. He was getting Notre Dame money, Kansas money, all at the same time. I think even after he was out of college football, he's still getting paid to not show up. It's just, you think about how much, and I I know it's more about the game and the love of the game, and it has to be, but we're talking about after you've already done it, after you've already achieved that success, and 
some guys just can't let go. It's it's good to see that Urban is, you know, doing the media and doesn't have any intentions to get back into football. Might have helped the way that Jacksonville ended that caused him to say, you know what, time to, time yeah. to not coach anymore. <laughs> yeah. That might have also not helped. The, not there. <laughs> Certainly yeah. not there. And it seems to have helped him not even want to go back to any football. Exactly right. Can't blame him. Uh, Roger Goodell dangling a bad idea. Why dangling. did he stop playing the sound? We'll do that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Traffic sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. We've got Bethel eastbound between Olentangy River Road and Highway 315. Only the left lane is passable as police on the scene from that crash. And then 270 eastbound at US 23 north side. That earlier collision has been moved from the right lane to the right berm of the collector lane. And police are record, police and wreckers are on the scene causing those slowdowns as well. Invisible Fence brand is more than a fence. They offer what no other pet containment company can. Patented technology combined with hands-on training to ensure protection for your pet while allowing them to enjoy more of their yard. Visit InvisibleFence.com today to learn more about what sets them apart. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Happy to be wrong, which is good because they're always wrong. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Tuesday's going well. Game show coming up 534. Jen Winters is going to come in and play a little game with Timmy and I. Tim and Tim is in for Common Man today, obviously. Uh, Timmy, can you pick a number? The number would be nine, Bone. Nine. Nine. Very nice. Nine is the number. We'll take caller nine now. 614-821-9710 is the phone number. That winner, or that number, caller, will get two tickets to see the Eric Andre, is what it says on my sheet, at Kemba Live Saturday, October 28th. That could be also Eric Andre at Kemba Live Saturday, October 28th, or the Eric Andre. Either way, he's your guy. He is uh, who the tickets are for. If you win, good luck. Eric Andre, funny. I think Hilarious. It's, I think it is the it's the Eric Andre show. So oh, there you go. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're he's the hilarious. Supposed to be in there. I don't know what the show's like, but he's hilarious. Good on uh, Righteous Gemstones has a nice little spot on there, which I enjoyed. If you've seen that show, so I, I I I watched a couple episodes and then I went cold on it. Oh, I I love it. Another, give it another whirl. I think so. John I, John Goodman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yep. John Goodman. They're like uh, televangelists or a family of televangelists the, or something. Who's the uh, Eastbound and Down? Why am I blanking? Kenny on, Powers. Kenny Powers. Why am I blanking on the actors? Danny name? McBride. Danny McBride is in that. Yes. And uh, Adam Devine. Also, they're they're all great. Everybody on the show is hilarious. But anyway, yeah. So there you go. Eric Andre. Good luck on the tickets. A uh, guy floating an idea that I think is pretty pretty bad, but it's also pretty pretty likely to happen. Roger Goodell. So Mike Florio pointed this out. A guy we can't stand on the show, but he he pointed this out because Adam Schefter posted this article. Roger Goodell was at a fan forum in London. You know, of course, they've had a lot of games in London the last couple weeks. Oh, man, they did three in a row and a couple week break. And then the Frankfurt experience 
That's we'll right. Hitting you two games, I think two Sundays in a row in Frankfurt coming up. But yeah, London, London, they they love it, man. They clearly are not stopping. No, and you know, for years there was talk about the Jags. Could they move that franchise to London? That seems to have cooled. But you know, it's it's always a possibility that they just put a a new franchise, an expansion franchise in London, just to keep the buzz going and keep that international pipeline wide open. Yeah, well. He did a fan forum because of all the games there. And, of course, the question came up, could we have a Super Bowl in London? And he said, quote, it is not impossible. It's something that's been discussed before. Now, previously, when it's been discussed, it's been based around the idea of, yeah, once we have a team in the city, then we can have a Super Bowl there. So they clearly want to do this if there ever is a London-based franchise. But now, apparently, he is saying it would be a great thing regardless of if there's a team or not in London because of the success of these, you know, these games that they do, these international series games. I'm telling you, Mm. I don't think we're there in the next five years, but probably if you said 10 years over under, I'd say under 10 years, we get a Super Bowl announcement in London. I think that's bound to happen because I think they want to make this a worldwide on the level of the World Cup spectacle. And I know it's hard. I'm kind of with you. I I I kind of agree. For people who may say, well, it already is. It's not. It It is a United it's States. So- it's not soccer. It's a United yeah, States it's spectacle. It gets a hundred plus million people in this country and around the world. It gets quite a few million people to watch it too. It is not anywhere close to the level of viewership that the World Cup gets around the world. And that's the next level the NFL wants to go to is how do we gain international viewers? We're kind of tapping out the American market. You're not going to get 200 million people to watch it in this country. No matter who's playing, no matter who your halftime show is, no matter how big the stakes are, what two teams are in it, you can only get so many people to watch their TVs at a certain time. That's just, there's only so many TVs in America. And I think you're getting almost all the ones that want to watch any sports product and any big event. They've already got it. So the next step is you got to go global. And that's, I'm guaranteeing you, they will do a London thing in the next 10 years. And I, and I know what you mean because it's America's game. It's... It's huge. It's huge. It's I think it's bigger than any of us could have ever dreamed of, right? Like with what the NFL is and the coverage and how fantasy football feeds it and how even when our teams stink, if you're a certain level of a sports fan, there's just this infatuation with what's going on. Teams that we don't care about. I don't I don't feel You know, if you took a poll of just 500 people that said they were general sports fans, I don't feel like people would pay attention to games or teams they don't care about at the rate that we do with the NFL. It just sort of pulls us in a random Monday night game. You got the game on one channel. The Mannings talking about it on another channel. Thursday night football, they're cramming down our throats now. And that's seemed to stick and we finally said, oh, okay, you know, if you want to put it on a new day of the week, we'll pay attention. We'll, we'll finally start watching it. Seems to be filling up our schedule now, but oh, okay, more NFL, another primetime game where we can pay attention to it. And then the, the 1 o'clock window on Sunday, which is so fun. I still think they could do a better job of trying to show us more of your product than smash everything into two big windows on Sunday when you've got something that is this valuable and you're thinking of all these ideas of how to grow it. Now we're talking about a London Super Bowl, but we can't figure out how to just show most of our games and stagger start times. I I appreciate the morning stuff, really. If we're on the same day of the week, start at 9 a.m., then have one that's like 10 a.m., then 11 a.m., then noon, then one, like things like that are things I could go for a little bit more, but... I, I do think they will do a London Super Bowl just because it's been so big and 
uh, before you go, I mean, think of how much research they must pour into this and just doing the London series in the first place. And now they've probably seen it and seen what the buzz is and how easily they can sell out the stadiums out there wherever they go. They want to take that next step. I wonder that's an interesting point that you brought up about the the all that was good but the more the the morning football thing got me thinking because they have done multiple weeks now in a row the jags stayed two games yeah they, they played stayed two over right yep that was the first time that's happened and i think that was a big experiment for the nfl when they come back in the jags apparently i haven't heard a lot of players complaining about it maybe i'm wrong maybe we will get some blind items from journalists later that say actually all the jags players hated this mm-hmm. i don't know but Assuming it wasn't a disaster for the players, I wonder if they will ever say, all right, we can't get you a franchise in London or in Germany yet. We're not going to do that. But what we are going to do is we're going to have a European base for a con- for a division for a month. And we're going to give you a bye week and three games in a month. So you're going to travel over there. AFC North, right? Bengals, Browns, Steelers, Ravens. Take a pod of teams. You're going to go over and and you're each going to have your own stadium. That's your city. You adopt that city for the year. You can, you know, have have dignitaries. January, send some people over there to get them hyped up for the game. Do some off-season parties. Draft parties. Do some stuff in your city at the stadium. All that stuff. Come meet Joe Burrow. Yeah. Out here in Munich. Yeah. And then say, we're going to do one international series where everyone gets a game. You know, all three of these, you're going to play three games, basically, in your division. You're going to play your division opponents out there. They're all going to travel and see how that goes. I Things like that are probably on the horizon. If they can't put a team there, they would say, let's put everybody over there for a month. Let's bring all the families, operations, all that stuff. Do that for a month. See how it goes. And if there are problems, we'll work those out. That's probably the next step before we get a franchise somewhere in Europe. Because you got to figure out the travel and how to not exactly bring right. people there and back and there and back. And that's that's one of the big things you'd have well, to. You got to travel. Quick, you have international travel, right? If you have Absolutely. a team in Germany, yeah. a team in London, a team in let's say you put one in Ireland or something. I don't know, like wherever you think the appetite is for it. That's stuff they would have to deal with but and once work out. Once you're out there in Europe, it's. I mean, we have a it's humongous easier. country, so those international yeah. flights, you get you know passports and all that, you'll be good. But what do you think the kick time would be, real quick, if they do a London oh. Super Bowl? 8 p.m. their time? <sighs> yeah, Bump man. us up to 3 p.m., which they would probably, be okay for a that's, Sunday. That's what, that's what a lot of the, all day. when you're watching the World Cup, or if you're watching an international event in England, which often for me is soccer, when they're putting big primetime games on, those games are usually at 2 p.m. on Sunday. Right, but you, wouldn't want, like you seven, wouldn't want the Super Bowl time. being an Eastern time that early no, in the day. No, you'd have to you go to let least, it breathe for the pregame coverage and all that. I bet you if they got a Super Bowl, they'd probably say we can start it at nine or ten to get the Super Bowl. I, think I, bet, they, I bet they would yeah. to get it close to that normal start at time. At least eight get. p.m. I think I think that would happen. You're right. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Jen Winters joins us. We'll do a little game show next. It's Man and Bone on the Fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Traffic sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Traffic really heavy on the freeways this hour, as well as certain problem spots. Like over along westbound 670 after 3rd Street, heads up. Crash out there, taking out your two center lanes. An earlier wreck along eastbound 270 at US 23 Northside in the clearing stages from that right berm of the collector lane, but still causing slowdowns. And speaking of which, it's heavy. Westbound on 70 downtown split starting from the 71 East split as you make your way over to the 315 West split. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. 
It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head over to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine in only. And of course, drink responsibly. I'm Lena for 97.1, the fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. All right, happy Tuesday to you. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man. We have got Buckeye Roundtable coming up top of the hour. Paul Keels, Jim Lachey, Jim Lachey him too. Skip Mossick, and a cast of thousands going to join you to talk all kinds of Buckeye conversation for two hours. Eleven Warriors podcast after that. Inside the crew after that, 9 p.m. And who knows after that, little thing called... What is Yo it, see. That's right. Now, joining the show is Jen Winters. Hi, guys. Hello, Jen. Oh, oh hi, Jen. Hi, Timmy. Look at you over there. <laughs> Look at me over here. Great to see you. Oh, it's great to see you as well. You got the classic tongue t-shirt. <laughs> That's Rolling the Rolling Stones t-shirt, guys. T-shirt. <laughs> what are we it's, talking about? The classic tongue? Well, I guess a it is. To- it's, it's a tongue. It's I, would Andy say Warhol. The, I would say the lips. <laughs> Lips? lips and tongue. Lips it's and ma- tongue. It's and a teeth? mouth. It's yeah. It's all. It's the whole mouth. It's right. a mouth. It's the there Andy you go. Warhol yeah. classic. Right. I I have another Rolling Stones sweatshirt that I just got. No, I can't, I can't wait to wear it. And my uh, common man will love it. Oh, it is all sequindy. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. You got she, yes. yes. Jen sits back in the office with Mike and I and watches QVC and talks about how she should order more sequin yes. things. And Mike says, why don't you? And then you go, I, I will. I, I and will. then you don't. But now you have. And I do. And I also got a David Bowie sequin sweatshirt as well. So I'll break those out next week when, okay. when Common Man. That's nice. I didn't go. know what, what level of Rolling Stones fan are you? Are they like your oh, top they're band? probably in my top 20. Oh, okay, man. And they're not the Beatles. Top 20. And she's rocking t-shirts. I love. Hey, That's a fan of music right there. I, I almost wore my system of a down hoodie today. That'll be tomorrow. This is this is the Jen Winner's experience. <laughs> she is as much acquainted with System of a Down as she is with Rolling Stones and all things uh, above, yeah. beyond System of a Down. That's toxicity, right? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's some good maybe stuff. maybe Wu Tang Wu Tang Thursday. Is that Chop Suey as well? Yes. System yeah. of a Down. Yeah, it'll be okay. Wu Tang Thursday. That's that's <laughs> what I decided. That's there we go. This all right, microphone. Yeah, that one's a little wonky. It's a little wonky. I'm sorry you got the bad it's okay. one. It's like my dog's eye. It's wonky. It's all right. fine. All right, let's go. Jen is doing the game show today. So, Jen, explain the game show. So, this just, I I stumbled across this as I was reading an article about Taylor Swift, someone I don't really care about. Um, But I realized when I was looking at some of the names of her songs that they sound like Bath and Body Works fragrances. All right. Now, I love Bath and Body Works. I'm a basic white girl from Bexley. Who doesn't love them, though? I, I love certain scents from there. And so I just decided, you know what? I'm going to be hosting with Timmy on Man and Bone on on Game Show Tuesday. Let's have Timmy decide if it's a Taylor Swift song or a Bath and Body Works fragrance. And Timmy got so frustrated and it was so cute that I'm like, hey, T-Bone, can we do this again? Yeah. I can't and, and wait. I, and I didn't get to play <laughs> last time, so now so, I want to play. Are we going to go tit for tat, just one yeah, for me, one for him? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Back and forth? I think, I think we should actually try to just... So you just want to like you work as a team? Do we want to do that, Timmy? Well, I think... 
I think we have to go back and forth because Bone knows way All more right. Taylor Swift songs. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I don't I'll know. suck and he'll, he'll crush me at All the right, quiz. We'll find out. We'll okay. see what's going to happen. I'll keep okay. score here. So, All right, you uh, ready? Yeah. All right, who's going first? Me, let me go. All okay. right, Timmy, you're first. Go ahead. Forever and Always. That sounds like a Tay-Tay song. That is a Tay-Tay All song. Right. Good job. There we go. He's already yes. off to a good start. Yes. Good job. All right. Together weather. Mm, I'm gonna say, mm, I'm gonna say that is a Bath and Body Works fragrance. Good job. Wow. Okay. Together I did weather. Not, I did not recall. I did not recall that one that? in the catalog. <laughs> People hugging and it's the smell that comes well, out. Well, it's not sweater weather. It's together <laughs> weather. Together weather. Right, of course. Sweater weather. Sweater there you go. The outside. There you go, Timmy. The outside. Taylor Swift. There you go. Yes. There you go. Oh, I'm so proud of you guys. Flannel. <laughs> that is, uh, I, w- I want to say that is a, another candle. It is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. There we Smells go. Smells like the brawny man. <laughs> I like it. Moonlit Graveyard. That's a fragrance. Job. Yes! Yes! You are th- oh, nailing it, Timmy! See, this is more than I got the entire quiz. Together. That's, That's what right. this is. That's it. Yep. Leather and brandy. Totally a candle, not a Taylor Swift There you song. go. Yes. Wow. 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 Although, so destroying you. No, no, no. Because I will tell you, if if I asked one of my kids, like, hey, what Taylor Swift song is it that you're listening to? like, oh, it's Leather and Brandy. I would be like, hang on. I got to listen to more <laughs> Wait, Taylor Swift, apparently. I was not aware. Right. There could be ones that apply to both. Right. I think it's a true. Yes. That's true. Yes. Yeah, maybe <laughs> like both. 16 Taylor Swift songs that are indeed fragrances as yeah. well. Yeah. Absolutely right. All right. Next up. This is Timmy's question. Okay. Luminous. That's a fragrance. Yes. <laughs> wow. Oh, my you're, you're God. Getting more, we're getting more vibes. Timmy. We're great. Okay. Are you ready? I'm, all right. Go ahead. Dark Kiss. Oh, that's that's 100% a fragrance. Yes. Yeah. Not a Taylor <laughs> Swift song. Not a Taylor She's not writing a song called Dark Kiss. I figured in the out. lyrics, there might be Dark Kiss, but you can't market that. No way. I figured out what to do. You just go with the opposite. Yeah. You think about what makes yeah. sense and you go yeah. with go the George opposite. Costanza on yeah, this. Absolutely. It's, it's a Costanza thing. Snow on the beach. Come on. Snow on the beach. Come on. Frey Taylor Swift song. <laughs> it's a Taylor Swift yes! song. Yes! Yes! I knew it! I knew it! I was psychically telling you it's Taylor Swift. Let's go! Among the clouds. Fragrance. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh right. My oh, my God. God. I know. It's not a Taylor Swift. Not a Taylor did Swift Did you guys song. go to the Eras no, Tour I did not. Like, I wanted movie over the weekend? Minus I think to God. I know, I know Blank Space. That's the only no, song no I know. Joke. Y'all were holding hands and trading friendship bracelets. <laughs> my wife and oldest two kids are going this weekend to see the Eras Tour Oh, my God. Thing. I can't think of, the a, movie. Of, of a more hellacious place on earth than a movie we, theater for three hours. I know, Jen. This is your help. Taylor Swift songs. Yeah. I'm going to get you and Common Man into a theater to watch Taylor Swift. No. That would be great. Lakeside Life. Fragrance. Nope. Oh. No, it is. I got you. No, it is a fragrance. It is. It is. You dirty. You dirty, dirty hoe. <laughs> 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 yeah, she said it. I All did. Right. All right. Afterglow. 
That's Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah Ever, 100%. That's an Everclear song. Yeah, no, so, so much, much for the afterglow. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's a, that's a banger right there. It is a banger. Love are you going to tell me that Santa all, Monica? I just want to be clear. Are you, is there? Did you do this where you had all Taylor Swift and fragrances and they were actually the same no matter what? So we no, were, there okay. were no overlaps. Okay, good. I was there just making sure. There are absolutely no overlaps. We're 12 right, for 12, listen, We Jen, only have time. This? We only have time for one more. <gasps> no. It's Timmy's question. To complete it. We are 12 for 12. This would be wow. lucky number 13. And by the way, Taylor Swift, I don't know if you know this, 13, kind of a big number for her. So, Ugh. why? Because, why? 1989, I, 13. She's got a million numbers that are all big to the Swifties, but this is one of them, 13. Okay, oh, it's one of her ready? albums. Are you ready? Yeah. Don't mess this up, Timmy. Summer's Eve. Come on. Summer's Eve. You know this. Eve. You know this. Is a. <sighs> Fragrance? No. Ah! It's also it's also not a Taylor Swift song. It's a feminine hygiene product. It's it's a brand name for a douche. Congratulations! Did you do this I did that last time. I did it. You did it again. Oh no! <laughs> what a D! I did it. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jen. I knew, I knew it. That's exactly and what I thought. Scene. By the way, I would have got that right. I was, I was, ho- I was thinking that's, that's a douche. All right, back page when we get back. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grand View Browns backers. Traffic sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. We've still got a couple of issues out there. 270 connector lanes northbound at 161. Watch for a wreck off to the right firm. Another one along westbound 670 is after 3rd Street causing slowdowns. And then speaking of slowdowns, you've got US 33 eastbound. It is a snag anywhere from 270 as you make your way over to Hamilton. From 3 to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last dine and only, and of course, drink responsibly. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Final segment of the program, Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man, and he continues to fill in. If you're thinking, oh, is Timmy Hall doing the Buckeye show tonight? No, he's not, because still Buckeye talk. Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Skip Mossick, Paul Keels, Jim Lachey, the whole crowd there. Two hours of that. Then you've got the 11 Warriors radio hour after those guys. That's at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. It is inside the crew. Mm-hmm. Previewing up yep. decision day. Yep, 10 o'clock, a special edition of Perverted as Teddy takes you through the Dallas Cowboys experiences out west. A nice oh, yeah. west coast perverted There you go. Edition. Cowboys got it done yesterday. Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. What do you think of those uniforms? Do we like how are we feeling about the Cowboys unis in that game? I know they've had them, Teddy, but what did you think of those? I kind of liked uh, both the uniforms last night. I liked that look. I thought I'm, it was pretty good. I'm a big fan of that Bolts throwback uniform. Now, it does involve 
couple colors that we don't typically like around here, but I feel like a powder blue and a bright yellow, very different than like the maize and blue grossness. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think Especially the, with the white helmets. I think those Chargers uniforms are pretty much universally loved. They right? should be. I think they're great. It's just a... It's a crisp look. Like we, I got into some of this uniform talk last week. I, I put this out on on X, and I I was watching the Steelers Raiders game. That was that was several weeks ago now. And I first put that in my head, like, man, I appreciate classic uniforms in a game. You know, where we get into this color rush thing, right? Thursday night football has done that, and the jerseys could look a little, a little hyper ultra at times. But oh yeah, just to see. Raiders and Steelers, classic uniform combos. I thought that was great. And then last week, you've got the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. And something for me, it just hit me. I didn't even really realize this throughout my whole life, but I have I love those San Francisco 49ers uniforms. Oh, they're great. It's just, one of, they're one of the best looks out there, and, I and think. And it's weird because you, don't, you wouldn't think of that color combo. You would never wear that color combo. No. You know, that's like red and gold. It's the interesting thing about sports uniforms, right? Is that some of the color combos, if you wore it in your outfit for the day at work, horrible. Like imagine showing up with that color pants and that color shirt. Remember the laughed uh, out of the building, but those unis, oh my God, they're iconic. I want to say, was that late nineties with maybe 96 or 98 when the NFL had their, or maybe it was later than that, where they had their 75th anniversary and they had jerseys that had the 75th year anniversary patch and i want to say that that was at least one of the years where the niners were wearing those drop shadow on the numbers uniforms right where they had like a little blocky shadow around it right Deion sanders i think when he was there they had that. Worn that yeah yeah terrell maybe some of terrell yeah, Owens, young later yeah. in the yeah. niners run yeah i never liked them i didn't those either. are not great and i think it's interesting that all these teams have done that now where they kind of went and did some new thing and then eventually said you know what why did we skip from the thing that was awesome for like 30 years yeah, like that? look at what the giants and the jets yeah, have done those giants uniforms that they had They're, on where they I, almost beat the bills yeah. i love those helmets i love that whole thing when they go back to that are they are they doing that yeah just regularly in the, now in the, is that well, their helmet now that's their alternate when they go to their throwback whatever that giants helmet but the, the jets are wearing the straight up green helmet again right yeah, and for yeah. a long time, like the Mark Sanchez year, they went with the white helmet. Oh, right, with yeah, the yeah, smaller yeah. circular Jets logo. Maybe that was the Joe Namath era helmet, and they brought that back for a little bit. I think you're right. I think that's what that was. But I like the the Curtis Martin like straight, yeah, you know, green helmet. I'm with you, look. I agree. Looks good for it's that. Good clean look. Absolutely. All right, back page time. Let us do it. The back page. The back page with Common Man and T Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call one eight hundred Cooling. Take it away, Tim. All right. Since we just talked about Taylor Swift, I think I was jobbed on the quiz. This was from uh, Fox News. Taylor Swift feels protected and cherished by a true gentleman in Travis Kelsey. Oh. So says an expert. Not an expert that's actually in the know of their relationship. No, it's just a behavioral analyst that they had on one of their uh, on one of their shows. Susan Constantine explains, you know, she would look at a couple of their photos, them going to an event or whatever, and she'd say, look, this couple's body language shows a strong love connection. Kelsey's parents have taught Travis Wright. Then there's another photo where she looks at Travis appears relaxed with his hands in his pockets and makes his way around the SUV to open the door for her. He's seen with his lips pressed together, concentration that shows, and respectfully guides security way with the palm of his hand on the shoulder. Just to say, thanks, I got it from here. 
So this behavioral analyst says they're doing very, well, very well, off to a good start. I will say this. You can think all you want that sports fans put a lot of emphasis on things like body language and... You know, we did that with Jay Cutler back in the day, but make no mistake, the celebrity gossip sites and the all that sphere of influence, they all look at little things like he got out of the car. He didn't look back. They're getting divorced. And you're like, what? <laughs> no, he just he just got out of the car and walked away. There's nothing wrong with that. Anyway, Timmy, thank you for this. It was you a bet, lot of man. fun. Uh, coming up next, we've got Buckeye Roundtable. Then, like I said, 11 Warriors after that. That's it for us, Man and Bone on The Fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. Traffic sponsored by Meyer. We've got that earlier wreck along westbound 670 after third on the right berm. Moved from the two center lanes. Police on the scene with slowdowns out there at this time. Shop October 15th through the 21st at Meyer and save $10 on next week's in-store purchase with a coupon printed at printer. Printed at checkout when you spend $100 or more on your total purchase today. Redeemable through October 28th at Meyer. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.